Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Um, hey, we're having some technical difficulties. Apparently, Ed's cracking up. I guess we'll explain when we get through this. But just in case you don't know who this is, this is Ed and Sean, and we're Geeksters. Strapping kids. I think it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> and welcome to this episode of 354 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm your host, Sean. Apparently the sober one. <laughs> I cannot take you seriously now. <laughs> okay, folks. Okay, Let's, let start this off at the top of the show. I don't. I, he's going to explain why. But he brought a bottle of water in, which you think it no big deal. Right. It's, everyone needs <laughs> I get parched. <laughs> this is, looks like it's like a gallon it jug. It is a gallon okay. jug. Okay. All right. So I'm accurate on, on the size of it. But it's got a, it's, it's, it's a water bottle uh-huh. and it's got a straw. But when he, when he grabs it, he does a, a side face thing and he puts his lips around the straw. And he sucks in. He looks like a two-year-old sucking on a juice box. <laughs> Like, like he brings it, and I, I, I don't think much of it. I like he just walks in with it. I'm like whatever, he brings, she brings stuff in all the time. I'm like, all right, whatever. But as soon as he sucks, starts sucking on the straw, I couldn't stop laughing. So every time he does it, I can't stop laughing at him. So please do tell why you have this contraption okay. this week. Okay, well it's it's not a contraption. You're right. It is a gallon water jug, and the reason being is because you're supposed to drink a lot of water during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, about a gallon, apparently. Yeah. You know? um, and my water intake sucks, but... Mm. As you're both drinking water? I had to just to make sure the, the, the straw was working. Um, what it is, it's a, it's a gallon jug. Mm-hmm. And there's a straw. What I like about the straw is it's got this little bendy thing at the bottom. Yeah. This was recommended through Amazon, by the way. Okay. So if you type in gallon water jug with Amazon's like top pick, this is it. Okay. The reason why I have this one is because of Stacy. Okay. Okay, no, no, don't think she bought it for me. No, she didn't. She bought one for herself because she's currently dieting. Yes. And in the diet that she's taking, the keto diet, she has to drink a lot of water. So she bought one for herself. Blue jug and I, you know, to me, I'm like, it looks ridiculous. You know, I'm like, whatever. You know, and on here, you have on one side, you have the, you know, hey, here's, it tells you it's 116 ounces or... 3,400 milliliters right. if you're over, you know, overseas, and it goes down, goes down. But on the other side, the one where the straw's at, it has like um, a timetable okay. from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. 7 a.m. is good morning. 9 a.m. is hydrate yourself. 11 a.m., remember your goal. P- at 1 p.m., my favorite, keep chugging. <laughs> uh, 3 p.m., feeling awesome. 5 p.m., don't give up. 7 p.m., almost finished. 9 p.m., you did it. Now... <laughs> It should be 10 p.m. Now, P. <laughs> There's a, a couple things in there. Huh, interesting. Um, well, well, I mean, it does automatically, you know, your, your P level is going to crank up to 100 yeah. if, if you're not. So now the first time, the first couple days Stacey had her, she couldn't, she's not a, a water a water drinker. Like, like I, you know, I'm at work, so I drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when you work at the job I do, you have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I used to buy, you know, on the way to work, I'd buy two, like, two one-liter bottles of, of water. Yeah. And I'd drink them throughout the day. Some days i get through one. Some days it'd be two. Some days, depending on how parched I am throughout the day or bored, it might be, like, three. Yeah. You know? So, and then I went from that to buying, like, hey, here's the a pallet. Like, you know, 24 bottles of 24, like, the, and this, like, the 16-ounce bottle. Yeah. 
And I was like, okay, I'll keep them at work. And then a part of me is just like, okay, well, I'm still spending money on this endeavor of trying to keep myself hydrated during the day. So Stacy has this bottle, and I'm like, wow, that's a big ass bottle. And she didn't, you know, she was strugg- she struggles getting through the day. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could do it. You know, like, yeah. what story is going to happen? I get hydrated? Whoo, you know? <laughs> so the first day I, I got it, you know, Stacy's like, what color do you want? And I went through all the colors, and I, I went with the gray color because yeah. I just, you know, because they didn't have a black water bottle. They had black, but it just didn't look good. I wanted something different, okay. something with a little splash of color. Splash, splash. It was black with a gray. splash of white, <laughs> so it's it's gray. <laughs> so, you know, the first day I was very proud. I did drink the whole entire <laughs> bottle. <laughs> well, it's black with a splash of white, <laughs> gray. Um, so I so now uh, it is kind of my I don't. There are some days where I don't go through the whole bottle. Yeah. I don't, you know, but I make sure that it's by my side and that if I am thirsty, I'm going to drink out of that um, sometimes. Right. You know, like at work, I'll have like, hey, here's my monster. They get through the day because I need a little pick-me-up, you know, kind of mainline that, you know, that, that taurine or whatever it is, that vitamin B. Yeah. So, and then uh, like at dinner, I had like uh, the Fuji apple water from uh, Walmart. You know, only 57 cents a bottle, head. <laughs> 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 I highly recommend it. But for the most part, I've been drinking out of this little puppy. <laughs> so, you know, it comes with me. And, then, you know, but the straw, the straw is nice. I like the straw because it, it, when I remember really like about straws, it never really got to the bottom. Yeah. You know, this one hits the bottom. And when you put the cap on, which is all watertight, by the way, you know, it doesn't leak. See, watch. Oh, it's all of a sudden Electronic. And, and that was the last we heard, Sean. Poor Sean. That was the last thing you said. It was like, look, watch. Yeah, <laughs> 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 my, my. Tombstone. Hmm. Last words. Look, watch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know it's got a nice little watertight seal. The um the little lid that pops up. You know it's like a little poke, yeah, you know clap, yeah. And it, it locks into place, so I can be like. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like it's ridiculous, ridiculously big. Because I'm like. I'm sorry, I gotta take a picture of this because this is one of those moments where you go, Yeah, I, it, words will not describe. Here, folks, something, something interactive for the show. There we go. So, that's my, uh, my water bottle. This is it. <laughs> I look like okay. I want to really date Baby Huey. <laughs> oh, 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 go tend the rabbit. <laughs> like it's like a teat of milk. <laughs> the only thing that should be attached to it is a cow. <laughs> like oh, 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 me got water bottle, and it even kind of looks like a baby's bottle a little bit. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's got the shape of it. But it's, but it's, the the thing, funny part is your cheeks. Your 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 cheeks. Every time, every time your cheese my su- my suck in like the little <laughs> like I'm sucking a lemon look. Yeah, well, so that's that'll, my, be, that'll be going on Facebook later. That's my, so right now I'm at 3 p.m. and you're like, well, Sean, what time you film? What time you start the show? Eight <laughs> twenty after eight. So I'm about five hours behind, but it's all right. <laughs> I'll probably drink most of it here because <laughs> I'll tend to be like you know. Uh, at work, I'll do stuff and I have it on the floor, like in a little cubby. Yeah. And sometimes I forget it's there. I'm like, I'm so thirsty. Oh, my bottle. Doom, boom. And then put it back down. <laughs> I try not to do it when t- customers are around because it's always it was a busy day, so I didn't have it out a lot. Yeah. 
But Stone is like, oh, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so how was uh, your day? How was your week, Ed? A couple uh, weeks, actually. Well, it's it's been pretty good. Uh, I, I told you Thursday, but I'm going to say it again, is that uh, I'm, I no longer have sleep apnea. I lost enough weight that I've, uh, I don't have, no longer have sleep apnea. So yay for me. But it's weird. Because it's because you're a little paranoid, doesn't it? Yes, because mm-hmm. you're like you're not using this machine anymore. Now, I was I was freed of a Tuesday. This is now okay. Sunday recording, right? Day, so so you've been about a week, almost a weekend. Mm. I haven't I haven't stopped using my machine. I still use it. Okay. So I was worried because I was a snorer, like right. you know, like when this right, Friday right, first right. started, you know, because like, that's one of the symptoms is snoring. Yeah. So I was always afraid to take the mask off because I know my wife. She always like will nudge me to roll right, over, and right. I hate that. So last night I'm like, well, since we're not working on Saturday, why not I not wear it on Friday night and we'll see. Right, see what happens. Oh, no, Saturday night. So you know, because I wore Friday night out of habit. So I didn't, but like I kept waking up. Like I don't know if it's because it's the paranoia of not sleeping or is it um, I stop breathing and I'm waking up. Right, so, you know, right. like you don't know. Like, yeah, well, because it's weird. Because um, I, I I also have sleep apnea. Hey. Um. And there was a moment where I did lose weight, and I also had an operation in my my whole had a deviated septum. I don't have the puncher bag in the back of my throat. Yeah. That's all gone, soft palate. You know, everything was kind of like sucked out. Right. And I did lose a bunch of weight too, and I did sleep without it. And it was weirdly, it was weird because I spent so many years with it because I because you were diagnosed a long time ago. Right. So it was weird to have those moments of sleep where it's like, can I sleep? You know what I missed? Napping. Because I couldn't just nap anywhere. I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to watch some TV. I couldn't do that because if I knew that there was a possibility of me falling asleep, I'd have to put the machine on. Yeah. So now I'm watching TV and I'm nodding off. I'm like, yay, naps are back. And I didn't. it was weird the first few times because I'm always like, oh, am I, am I really okay? Because I'm always so used to – I was waking up like every two hours being like I can't – and then staying up for like a half hour, 45 minutes. Like that's how my sleep pattern was. It was yeah. like – and I never achieved what they call REM sleep because of it. Yeah. And then when I first did, you know, after I got off, when I lost the weight and, sl- and lost the machine too, it was it was kind of a, it was a weird sensation. So I know exactly how what you're feeling because okay. it's like, ooh. I mean, I, you know, fortunately for me, I put all the weight back on. And I still use it, Ed. <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> Could take it, so I didn't put the weight back yeah, on. Yeah, you know, I was like, ooh, it was too weird. <laughs> Let me go eat some pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually what made me gain the weight was I'd say depression. <laughs> I lost my job. I was like, oh, I lost all this weight. And I was like, yeah, no sleep apnea for me. A couple months later, they were laying you off. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm kind of broke. Oh, what am I going to eat for dinner? Oh, the pizza shop right down the corner has got two pizzas for 10 bucks. Okay, I guess I'll get a couple of those. You know, like <laughs> I'll you for a couple of days. I'll lose me a couple of days. Two days later, I'm eating pizzas again. I'm buying pizza again. It's like well, just and, and two liter bottles of Diet Coke. So I think Diet Coke will be will, will help. But it's two liter bottles every like five fucking hours. <laughs> so it's like you know, I'm glug, glug, hum, hum. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm not depressed at all. I'm, uh, I'm living the life again. You know, my my unemployment check every other week. Sure, it's not as much, but it's paying the rent. <laughs> you know, and next thing you know, I'm ballooning up again. You know, not noticing it because I'm living by myself. <laughs> and there's a stack of pizza boxes that I'm looking at that very proud. I'm going, well, that's a stack of pizza boxes. That's just a week. It's what, 10, 15 boxes? You know, like, it's nothing. That's a slow week for me. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, then I was like, all right, I gotta stop that. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's 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 why I gained all the weight. <laughs> Clean living, it. <laughs> that's why I have a big baby bottle worth of water. <laughs> that's why you look like baby Huey. <laughs> All right, so how was the rest of your week, though? I mean, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, uh, it's 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 been good. I mean, you know, we saw a movie Thursday. Yes, we, we did. You know, and uh, uh, I just can't think of anything else that I did was exciting and fun, and you know, it would have been you know interesting for the you know, show other than the sleep apnea thing. Uh, but we, let's talk about the Thursday. Well, what did you do this week? Like, like, I spent the, the majority of the couple weeks that we were off trying to avoid getting my balls dipped in a bowl of soy sauce. <laughs> Wait, let that sink in, folks. What? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I need to. I, should, I, should, I feel like I should repeat that. Yes, you should repeat um, that one more time. I spent the majority of my time <laughs> trying to avoid having my balls dipped in a bowl of soy sauce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, it's stuck in. It's still, <laughs> what? The reason is, is because they're I'm my own business one day. I'm at work. And all of a sudden, I get a Facebook message. It's from Stacy. Okay. The one I'm going to marry. Yes. Okay. She's addicted to this app called TikTok. It's basically the Vine. It's like little videos. And it's always something goofy. Well, apparently, um, I should still probably have it. Because um, I didn't, I didn't lose it, and I'm still part of. It. So she's watching this thing almost every single day, like religion. And I'm like, okay, you know, here we go. Um, here it is. All right, let me see if I can get to the sound here. I just got to open the TikTok. So, did y'all know that if a dude puts his balls in something, he can taste it? He can taste it. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. I wish I was. I'm not. If you have testicles, please dip your balls in something. It's for science, and I must know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so right away, because it's on the internet, it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Stacy, um, it's uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can uh, can testicles <laughs> testicles taste soy sauce. All right. Okay. People are dipping their testicles in soy sauce. So here's so here's some signs. You didn't miss read headlines. People have been putting soy sauce on their testicles to see whether their nether parts can detect the salty condiment and recording their reactions to benefit a, a social media, particularly TikTok. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Out of all the things, soy sauce was the the number one thing that people were talking about to dip their balls in. Well. <laughs> Because it's uh, sitting out here. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm gonna start sending this shit there. Because I'm looking. No, your testicles don't have taste buds. Stop dipping them in soy sauce. And I'm like, danger averted. <laughs> 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 Guys, please stop dipping your ball sack in soy sauce. <laughs> Uh, what has she, she got, like a bowl or something? She brings it well, out. Like, well, what's well, hey, Sean, I got the No, bowls. she sends that Shut to me. Drawers. And Let's she's like, we're going to try that when we get home. And all I thought of was, no, we're not. <laughs> They're my balls. I'm like, first of all, do we have enough soy sauce? Because none <laughs> yeah. is really you. That's, that's the first thing I thought of. Because in my head, I am not going to buy soy sauce on the way home. Because <laughs> like, the first thing she's like, we're trying to get home. I'm like, no, we're not. And I'm like. 
Yeah, we don't have the so we don't have the soy sauce. <laughs> I, I, do we have the soy sauce? I'm like, we don't have dip don't my have, ball. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, and I'm not, and I'm drawing the line. I love you, but this is where I, hard <laughs> limits, Daisy. Those people who were fans of Kevin Kevin Hart, pineapples. <laughs> Tom's name, pineapples. Hard no. It's like, baby, I need you to pick up some soy sauce on my home. Why? Well, I'm not telling you. Like, no, I know why, because you just sent me that. You want me to dip my balls in the soy sauce for science. Because <laughs> apparently the scientific thing is that they're supposed yeah. to be the taste, like, um, because it's, a, it's your skin, your skin has some certain taste buds to it. I've, I, the science is there, <laughs> but it's stupid science because it doesn't really, doesn't really work. So, of course, you know, a couple days later, because this, this, this video goes, quote, unquote, viral, you got guys dipping their balls in the soy sauce saying that they could take it and taste it. And I'm like, all these guys are lying because they're all doing a funny reaction. Like the one guy's going, oh, they say this and this. And he puts it in, he gets that chocolate, and he goes, mom! Like, like, <laughs> and then there's a guy in a car doing, like, you know, putting his finger in soy sauce and putting it on his balls. And I'm like, I mean, you don't see his balls, but you just see his skin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, that's not how it's going to work. You're going to have to actually submerge your balls into a bowl of soy sauce and wait. <laughs> It's, it's it's it's. I can't believe this is a thing. It's 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 like soy this ball is... soup or something cold. I mean, I, I, will, I will at least hope that people have decency to warm the fucking thing up. Because I mean, I don't want to put my. It's, I don't like putting my balls in something in cold water to start off with. But let alone cold soy sauce like right out of the fridge because you're supposed to refrigerate after opening. You know, so you at least get like a lukewarm one, but. So the whole time, every time I'm coming home, she's so, like... So room temperature would be, would be acceptable? I, well, okay. I mean, I would think Cause, so. Because, you know, Stacy did contact me. <laughs> and right here is a Okay, bottle. for the show. All right. Step back. <laughs> um, so she was there. So for the while, she's like, Are we gonna, you're going to do it. And she, everyone, don't make me get the soy sauce. And we actually... <laughs> <laughs> We actually had to go food shopping, and she actually bought soy sauce. And she's like, I'm just making sure we got extra. You can dip her balls in them. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> there I am in the middle of a giant food, you know, going, Stacy, I'm not dipping my balls in soy sauce. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I love you, and I'll do, you know, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> no, I won't dip my balls in soy sauce. <laughs> Meatloaf come kicks through a wall you know <laughs> i'm just like no I'm, I'm i'm not doing it you know like there was a moment where i did contemplate it i'm like oh right. <laughs> only only to get her to stop <laughs> you know it's, it's like when you have a child if i just do it and get it over it's over like please 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 no 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 fine just <laughs> you just shut up about it fine i'll do it you know <laughs> so you know, luckily, I think the moment has passed because she's on to other stuff. <laughs> you know, she's on to, you know, getting me to get water gallon jugs. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, so it was, it was like, are you going to do it? No, I'm not. I'm not. Because I don't believe it. It's not like if, if, just, if my balls could taste, <laughs> I, why is that? It's now the 21st century. I've been around in the 20th century, Ed. If I knew that, I would have been making money the easy way. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm going to dip my balls in soy sauce. <laughs> Tastes kind of salty. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> everybody would have been done it. Yeah, we, if, if that was true, we had no internet. 
So we do stupid shit on the fly. So I guarantee you at some point in time when we were that fucking bored, we'd dip our own balls in the soy sauce just to see if we could. (laughs) We didn't have to do it for science. We'd be like, I'm home alone. I'm bored. There's only three channels on TV. What am I going to do? I'm going to see if I can dip my balls in soy sauce. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, not once. Not once. Not once. I never, never pondered to go... Let me see if I can dip my, you know, my balls in See if in I can taste it. Let me see. I wonder. I mean, I have taste on my tongue. There's taste buds, and our bodies have some taste buds all around because it's all part of the skin. Blah, 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 blah. Bloop. <laughs> yeah, it tastes nothing. <laughs> I can taste salt. It's the salt on my tears. I realize I wonder why I'm single. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it just dawned on me why I'm single in, in my 20s because I'm dipping my balls and. Soy sauce. sauce while I'm watching TV <laughs> going jobless. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, hmm. what, what happened? Like, just sit there. How did I get here? What the hell? Where did I go? I knew I should have studied more in school. God damn it. Whew. What would I have for dinner? Hmm, let's have some Chinese food. <laughs> just, I got enough soy sauce. Not this one. Just, I'll throw this out. Like, bought, like you know, two bottles because. I know how much I needed. Because you have to, you know, well, you have to, you have to kind of figure. What well, depends on the size of the bowl, and then you have to straddle the bowl, and then you have to kind of lower. You, <laughs> you have to lower yourself how, into it. How deep do you have to go now? Right, like, 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 how, how submerged do my balls have to be? Right. How low do I have to get down? How long do I have to squat down? And then why am I squatting down? I can just lift the bowl up, like you know. And then just sit there, you know, on the edge of a seat with your cup and your balls, with a, with a, the bowl of soy sauce, just going. Still, still nothing. It's been like ten minutes. I'm sure they're shriveled up like prunes right now. But whew, like, that's all. just sitting there going, although well, at least they're at least preserved. <laughs> like, Hope this isn't bad for the semen. <laughs> like, like, guess I don't want kids one day. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it gives a whole new meaning of being feeling salty. <laughs> like, oh yeah, just sitting there, wasting away, just. You know, yeah, right there. Ed? Yep. Lose a contact lens. I'm laughing so hard. I'm tearing up. I'm losing contact. But I'm all right. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so far, knock on wood. I mean, well, this is number two. This is number two. The number one was the the face mask stuff. Remember, oh, it was like a couple years ago. There was the craze of guys putting the that black stuff on your face, oh, like ripping it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was the big trend then. It was taken because of the pain of the. Black mask stuff. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And you were considering that? I was because... consi- Stacy had it, and I did do it like once, but not over my whole face. Just like in like the poorish areas. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I don't know. People were just pussies. <laughs> just wasn't out. Man up, son. <laughs> Stick those balls in the soy sauce, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so like, 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 what's next? Uh, who knows? It's probably like, hey, stick your dick in a blender. <laughs> like, oh no! Hey, have sex with one of these three women, and we'll not—we won't tell you which one has herpes. <laughs> yeah, it's a sexual Russian roulette. You get to pick one. And we won't tell you. We'll tell you afterwards if you got herpes. <laughs> like Come three, on down. Three card money. Yeah. It's three, three with herpes. <laughs> Pick the queen. Pick the queen. Pick the queen. <laughs> Hello, baby. That's the queen. <laughs> so uh, that was my week. Weeks, plural. Um, when I left the house today, Stacy started watching Dracula on, on uh, Netflix. 
Okay. Which I was happy about because I watched the first episode and I wanted to watch the second episode and she's like, but I want to watch with you. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll watch the third. Oh, oh, the show's, the first episode was fucking great and I've been waiting to start the second episode because I like the way the first episode ended. There's only three episodes and, yeah. and each episode's like an hour and a half. So it's like watching a movie. Right. So hey, you have to dedicate some time to that. And I was like the first episode I watched because she was asleep and, you know, and I was like, okay, I get to watch something I want to watch, you know, and, and I was like, yay, Dracula. And then she saw the billboard about the, there's a billboard out and I think the BBC in, in Europe, um, in England, duh. <laughs> it's, um, it's like on during the day, it's got a bunch of stakes in the billboard. Yeah. And then as the night comes, there's a light that turns on the side yeah. and it, it cascades the shadow of the, of the fat of the what do you call it of the shadows of the stakes that are there in a way that looks like it's Dracula's profile. I think like, it's a gorgeous kind of you know billboard, and I was like, she, I think she saw it, and she's like, I kind of want to watch that. I'm like, okay, like good advertising on them because it was yeah. it was brilliant. So that's when I left. She was uh, I think she was like an hour in. Like she got no about a half hour in. So she's got about an hour left. And I'm okay. like, I can't wait for her to see the end if she makes it through because if she gets scared, she's gonna be like, I can't watch it the rest. I didn't find anything scary in it. Not a lot of jump scares. Some really like, ooh, creepy, cool kind of stuff, but not like, oh, ew, ew. You might be screaming because you're not like a horror guy. You know, that's the thing. Like, I, I do like certain things. Like Dracula, I'd probably be more apt to it. Like, it's it's more of the like the like serial killer ones. Like that really gets me because it's like that's real. Like you know, like you know that could happen. Right. Um, so that's that's that kind of stuff, and then like some of the sip on stuff that I've seen, it's like, right. you know, bizarre, creepy, <laughs> weird stuff. Um, but like Dracula, I probably watch. You know, it's, it's really good. Yeah. I, I they kind of did some different things with this with the mythology of Dracula, which I was okay with. Like you know, sometimes in certain stuff gets fucked with. You go, that's not the way I heard it. Yeah, that's not the way I remember. And you stupid, you know. Dracula to me certain things I feel like you can have liberties with something along the lines of like a Dracula or like a Frankenstein mm. any of the classic horror monsters I feel like or even kind of any kind of horror icon for the most part like if they fucked with Freddy's origins I'd probably be like no hey you know, yeah. that's not right too soon to, you know, too um, soon but with Dracula I kind of feel like you can kind of fuck with some things you know, and be like, okay, as long as it as long as it works with, within the story. Right. So they did a couple things, at least in the first episode. I was like, oh, all right, I'm um, I'm in. I'm curious to see where this is going to go, and that's where I left at that. <laughs> and uh, I'll fill you in, Ed, if I get to watch episode two and three. All right. Um, and outside of that, you know, I came over, saw Thursday's night movie, which was Ed. Would you like to tell Jay and Silent reboot? Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, you go first. <laughs> Usually, when Ed says Sean, you go first, it's because it's he's worried that his uh, his opinion is going to be different than mine. <laughs> um, it probably going to be. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say I was over the moon. Like, oh my god, this is the greatest movie ever. I thought it was sweet in certain parts, uh-huh. funny in certain parts, and I do feel like sometimes if you, I got the joke. You know, and you have to kind of get the joke of like, hey, I'm going to do one last giant saying Jane Silent Bob movie, and it's basically going to be a reboot of the the last Jane Silent Bob movie. Yeah, which you know, it's it's very quote unquote meta if you think about it. Right. And you know, the people that were in it, if you want, if you if you're a fan of Kevin Smith and all their and all his movies, and you know how like okay, well that person was this person and that person was that person, you get the kind of smiles and internal kind of like, oh look who it is, yeah, you know, ladies and gentlemen. 
Chris Hemsworth. Like right. you know, it was it was very much like that. Yeah. Um, there was a very sweet story involving Jay and 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 Harley Quinn Smith. You know, they play like you know father daughter kind of thing, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I I enjoyed it. I actually went out and bought it yesterday. Okay. You know, um, because the I mean, only thing I enjoyed the movie. Some of the things that I'm disappointed in, and this is not nothing to do with the movie itself. Mm. Um, kind of, I feel like the movie, the movie is through Legion M, which is more like a, a fan based production company, right? And I feel like because of that, they don't have the kind of income to be able to do fancier things. Like I kind of felt like a couple times in the movie, I felt like they all looked old. Like Ben, spoiler: Ben Affleck pops up as yeah. Holden McNeil, and I'm looking and I'm going, "Wow, he looks like he's pushing 50. Like he looks older. Yeah, you know, you can visibly see it. And I'm like, he didn't look that old in Batman v Superman. But I'm thinking, going, or in Justice League, I'm going, well, that's because it's different lighting. It's soft tone lighting. There, there, the makeup's different, special effects and all that stuff. Right. And it, I'm like, Jay looked, you know, wrinkly. And he's getting everyone's getting crow's feet. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to adjust if you don't see Kevin often to see what he used to be versus what he pre heart attack and post heart attack. Him right. going vegan, him losing all that weight can be a little disorienting to to a person. They go, "Oh, he looks sick," you know, yeah. and you realize, "No, he's actually kind of healthier." <laughs> you know, he looks better now. He looks better now. He just you're just so used to seeing him with the weight, fat that, Kevin, yeah, right, fat Kev. So you're like. Okay, you know, um, but where I feel like, well, that is I can overlook that because I'm still going through the enjoyment of the charm of it, the movie and all. Um, for me, it was the lack of special features. Um, all right. Like, you know, like I was watching it last night um, and there was like, okay, well, the interview, they interviewed like the whole, almost the whole cast. You know, just kind of like talking to people. And there's a, I think there's a blooper scene, blooper reel. Yeah. And there's like one more thing. I think people, Kevin interviews people, other people. It's it's something along those lines. Right. Very small as far as like if you look at the the mounds of extra stuff that Kevin seems to put into his other past works. Like if you look at Dogman, there's like, hey, here's a documentary and here's like so much. Here's an audio commentary, which I was surprised this movie didn't have an audio commentary. That doesn't seem like... Kevin's style but I'm yeah. also sitting going well maybe those people can't afford to do that because it's of it's more of a of a fan base or or is it going to be one of those things like hey here's the five year anniversary here's all the stuff that we have well I mean yeah I mean just not my opinion on this but the fact is that I, like the the thing that kind of got me about the no auto commentary was the fact is it's like he does podcasts right. really for a living now. right like, like the, the movie thing I think it's like a like every year he wants to do a movie because he's, right, he's still got something dope. to say. Right, yeah, yeah it's the kind of thing. But if it's like, just take time out of your podcast, you know, type yeah. thing, like an afternoon to watch the movie and, and do an auto kind of right. sorry, like type of thing. And or you, you or can, what he might do, I forget, I think it was for Tusk, maybe it was, where it was they kind of did a podcast separate. And it was like, a, hey, if you're watching the movie, here's, we'll tell you when to push play. 
and then we'll have our commentary to kind of go along with the movie. Yeah. So like I mean I'm like maybe though that'll pop up in the next couple of weeks because the movie just re- legitimately just came out next last week. Yes. So I'm like okay, we well, give him some time because he's right now still touring the movie. I think like to going from town to town doing like the Q and A's. Right. You know to try to get more. So I'm like okay, well maybe there'll be that moment where I can get a podcast that I can sync up. I don't have to sync up because you know I can listen to the conversations about the movie and go like oh this is when we did this. <clears throat> but I was like, kind of, I was like, well, I'm kind of missing like the extra features, you know. But I'm like, all right, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm a little too, um, the bougie about it, or too, like, hey, look, I'm just happy I got to see. In the end, I'm happy to see Jay and Silent Bob on screen again, having some wacky shenanigans. Is it kind of like the last movie? Sure. But that's kind of the that's the humor of it. Right. And then you know to throw in, you know, I thought. Harley was really good. I thought Jay actually showed some acting chops too, a little uh-huh. bit. Like you know, he, there's moments where he's tearing up and he's showing like real raw emotions. Now again, this is from a guy who's been clean and sober for years now, so maybe that's maybe it's just me. I'm looking at it from through rose colored glasses of going, oh look, I remember you know seeing Harley Quinn when she was a kid in front of a, a, a view askew, um, like they had like a. Like the the view the view skew con they had like it was like a little movie marathon that my sister and I went. It was gonna be me and my friend Mark, but he couldn't go, so my sister and I went. And it was snow, and I remember Harley picking up snow and like eating it, and like hey, you know, it was it was just fond memories of having to spend a majority of my time on this earth, yeah, enjoying Kevin and his movies. So maybe there's that little bit of a nostalgia going. All right, guys, you guys made me chuckle and smile and and tapped into something. In me, that was like, ah, those are the days. You know, I enjoyed it. Um, am I over the moon about it? No, but I mean, to me, it's like one of those movies. Like, I would watch it. Like, I would watch it again, probably within the week. You know, to see it again, just to kind of go walk down memory lane. I guess. What about you, Ed? You know, it wasn't the worst movie it was ever made. <laughs> so let's, let's start with that. You know, I thought Yoga Hosers was the worst one right. out, out of all of them. You know, like so. Uh, to me, that's a step up. All right. <laughs> Though I, 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 as as I was watching, I, I now the thing is, what you have to buy back you is you've been a fan of Kevin Smith. Yeah, for a, a long, long, time. long, long time. Yeah, since Clark, since the very beginning. And uh, I think you showed me Clerks was the first time that you know I ever right. saw something like that. Like we were at your apartment. I remember one right. time watching it one night. You're like, you've never seen Clerks, and we watch it. And it was, and I, I got hooked. Like you know, right. and I was like, oh, he's a local guy in New Jersey, you know, yeah. okay thing. And I'm like, yeah, you know. So when Mall Rats came out, and you know we watched that, and uh, like I started watching the other movies, you know, right. finding of Chasing Amy, watched it, you know, on, on my own and all. So I, I became a fan of Kevin because of because of you, and so like watching like Jay and Silent Strike Back, like I thought that like 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 to me it's the high point of his career, <laughs> right. you know, kind of thing. And you go, well, I can't wait for the next thing to come out. And then it starts to kind of dwindle after a while because he wants to try new avenues. I think yeah. he's getting older with different things. Yeah, I think I think the problem I, I always felt with Kevin was that if you look at all his earlier works, there's a personal story involved. He yeah. had something to say, like Clerks was obviously about him and the life that he led and wanted something better. Chasing Amy was definitely about you know it, 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 something that actually personally happened in his life. Yeah. Dogma is about him questioning his faith. Jersey Girl was he just became a dad. Like, every movie he had was kind of personal. Yeah. After Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, he just kind of... It was like a, a wacky comedy kind of thing that he wanted to do. And yeah. then after that, he kind of... um, 
I don't want to say fell off, but I think it became harder for him to make a movie because it was he wanted to write his, write and direct his own stuff. But if you have nothing to say, what do you do? Yeah. And that's where you know he starts you know showing up and like, hey, I'm going to direct Cop Out, you know. And then that movie is good for the most part. Right. <clears throat> but then like the first movie he does out after I think um, James Silent Strike out of his own stuff is a Red State. Yeah. I think. I liked Red State. It that was a good movie. It was, it, was like, a, it was a totally, like, nothing you expect from him at all. Like, it's right. totally different. And I thought it was a good horror movie. You know, yeah, it was great. And yeah. then the next one was Tusk. Now, Tusk to me is, is the stoner Kev where someone should have went, I don't think you should make this. But I kind I thought, of enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I, like, like, you know, like, like, like some people said they didn't like it or whatever. I'm like, I didn't think Tusk was that bad. Like, I didn't think so either. Like, it was, like, it was I, bold. I, it, was, it was different and it was it was something that you go, you know what, it's, it's bizarre enough, you know. Not right. like like some of the, some of the I think some of the choices of some of the characters were a little questionable. Right. But like the, the overall theme of it was really good. Yeah. Like, you know, like, but then the next one was yoga hosers right yeah and, and that's what's like kind of like going ooh, you know you know so we're gonna miss you know yeah. on this one and and i think that's because it didn't resonate with us because he admits that he loves that movie but he also wanted to make kind of having being a father of a daughter he realizes that there's no movies for tweens anymore yeah so he kind of wanted to make a movie with tweens for yes. tweens and i'm like okay well i'm not a 13 year old girl so probably i'm not going to get this but you know I support Kevin because I like him. Yeah. So let me let's watch it. Let me watch it. You bought it on Blu-ray, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. I have all his movies. And yeah. I'm like, okay, it was you, me, and Stacy. Stacy hated it. Um, and I was like, okay, I didn't hate it, but I was also like, again, maybe it's because I see his movies through this rose-colored prism of like, hey, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't be doing a podcast. Yeah, and, that's it. You know, it's his fault. Like, like I, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I always feel like a close kinship with a person who I. I don't even know, like you know, who right. doesn't definitely doesn't know me, you know. So it's always been like, oh, okay, I support you. And, you know, I, it's, okay, it's not for me, but you know what? You got to have a good time making it. Well, as I say, the yoga hosers to me was a, like I didn't understand it because right. like I said you're right. I'm not a 12 year old girl, so mm-hmm. for me, it's difficult to, you know, communicate that way. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I was a 12 year old girl, this would be funny to me. Maybe, and yes. it was, you know, it wasn't, you know. And then it's just like I just <clears throat> like. To me, I've noticed like as as time is going on, like some of the character choices, like some of the things he written, because not just the the preteen right. stuff and yoga or right. like the Ralph Garman stuff, right? Like he was like, it's like he does a show with him, you know, right. Iowa Babylon or, or like Friday nights, I think it is, right? Yeah. And you know, Ralph tries to do impressions right. at some point during right. the show. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he's doing. It's like it's like do some of your impressions, right? For this, you know, for the for, yoga hoser thing. Yes. Yeah. So the whole last act is all this. Yeah, I got you. And you go, you go. It doesn't fit, like, like right. you know, that thing. And that's that's where I think it really starts to fall apart, like at that right. at that point. That that's where I always kind of it's there and in Tusk. I always feel like those are two movies that Kevin made as a major stoner. You know, like Tusk is basically if you listen to the podcast where him and and Scott talk about the idea of Tusk, you can hear. The beginning, middle, and end of a full thought and how movies are made and what they're planning on doing. And it almost felt like, fuck, this is so weird. No one's going to make it. I think we have to make this movie now. And you go, all right. And you, you knowing then, you're like, all right, I get that. Sure, why not? But then, you know, with yoga hosers, it does come from a very like, I'm so fucking high mentality. Yeah. And I felt like some of this Jay and Silent Bob stuff and reboot still permeated there was because like, 
in the movie they have um they have three joints, three strands of marijuana. Yeah. Uh Snoogans, Snoochie Boochies, and Berserker. And while they don't play a major role in the movie, because weed is legalized in California, Kevin has actually gotten together with some people and actually has made. He's now a official weed seller. They have three strands. Guess what they are? Snoogans, Snoochie Boochies, and Berserker. Okay. You know, so it's like, oh, okay, here's product placement tie-in. I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, why not? It's you're you're a heavy advocate of of smoking pot, and you know, I, I'm not against it. I'm like, I think it should be legal across the country anyway. I don't smoke it, but I don't see any problem with someone else smoking it, unless you come into my store and you have a giant pig pen like clouds falling. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Did you hotbox the car before you came in? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Spicoli, get out. You know, like. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you know? <laughs> There's a reference for you. There you go. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Google that shit. You know, so I was like, I, 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 I get it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, so, like. So when I watch this one, you know, like, like I, like, know the whole history. You know, right. like I said, we went through pretty much all of it. We didn't even get to Clerks too, but that's, right, that's another, yeah. you know, another story. We will get into that now. But watching that, I like I got the jokes, but I'm like I'm like there's so many missed opportunities. Like I'm thinking I could there was a better line here. Like you know, right. like, like like there was something better. Like like the the idea was good. It just right. got like like I think it would be funner if it was written differently because like it it felt tired, and that's that's what, right. that's the thing that that to me watching it was was like. It's just like, yeah, they want to do it again. They want to, you know, bring right. the gang, gang together right. one more time and, and make a make a movie. But you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- well, keep in mind, there's supposed to be a Mallrats two and a Clerks three. Finally, yeah. you know, um, in my head, I kind of feel like I think I know what the problem is. Kevin also edits his movies on the fly. He'll sit there and go, okay, print cut. I don't need the rest of this. We're good for the day because he. He, try, I guess, because when you work on a smaller budget, you have to make those decisions. There's not a lot of "quote unquote" film, especially if you're doing digitally. Yeah. There's no real film, but he doesn't allow for. I, I don't know. I don't want to say I can't speak for him, but it always feels like one take, not one take, Kev. But it doesn't give you. It doesn't feel like, hey, we spent all day in this area to try to find the perfect joke. It's like, quick, this sounds funny. Say that. Ha ha ha. Awesome. Or do you got something else you want to try? Fine, we'll try. We'll try that one. Okay, that was better. It just didn't. Not a lot of workshop, and I feel like it's done yeah. on, on on his movies. It's more like this is how I like to do it because he can sit there and, and you know, he writes the words, he directs the film, and he also edits all on the fly. Hmm. So he'll say, okay, well, I don't. You guys don't have to worry about those pages because I'm gonna cut probably cut that out anyway. In my head, it's like, why don't you film it in any way? Because what if they do fit better? Maybe yeah. you know, maybe there is a, a hidden gem in there that gets a harder laugh that you didn't see because you're not allowing the actors to kind of find that moment, right? You know, because there's some moments in, in movies where you just go, yeah, that was completely ad libbed. Like I found out the other day, I was listening to, um, I was watching a thing. Um, Hank Azaria has to stop to stop playing Abu. Yeah, um, oh, but Simpsons. he was around the Simpsons. But he was talking about um, the moment in Heat where Al Pacino does the "She's got a great ass" thing. Like she's got a great ass, real loud and all that stuff. The reason why he said it like that was because Michael Mann is known for keep doing different shot after shot after shot. 
And every other time, he was always quiet and said, dude, like, she's got a great ass, got a great ass. And then, like, on their 20th take, he was so frustrated that he was like, she's got a great ass, and yells it in Hank Azaria's face. And he goes, Jesus. Like, that was a natural reaction that he got, and they're, that's the one they used. Yeah. So, like, you, but it took them 20, at least 20 takes to get there. Right. So it's like, if it was, like, the first couple takes, then you would have missed that moment, that, I would say, like, iconic Al Pacino line now at this point. Yeah. You know, so I think that that, I think sometimes I feel like Kevin stymies himself a little bit that way. But then again, full disclosure, if I was any good at making movies, I'd probably be doing it myself. Yeah. I, we wouldn't be, you know, you and I sit upon a high shelf going, <laughs> you know what I would do it if I was right, <laughs> right, right, right. So in my head, I'm like, of course, I'm going to think of something better, possibly, or something worse, or this is what I think you're doing wrong, and it's kind of what the problem with the internet is. We are, oh, get off my lawn. <laughs> but I mean, like, if, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, I do recommend it. Yeah. I did get some chuckles out of it. It's not to say, like, I didn't like this right. movie at all. I did laugh at some parts of it. There was some, some humor in it. I felt that you found more humor than I did. I, I, yeah, I did. You know, because you were laughing more when I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't get why, why I, he thought I, that was funny. Uh, also, probably because this also was the movie, too, like Kevin and Ben Affleck haven't seen each other in a very long time. Yeah. And the story of how Ben got part of this movie, back into this movie, was very sweet and very endearing. So seeing that moment on screen and knowing the story behind it and seeing some of the general, like, those hugs that you might have seen in, in the, those were real hugs. It wasn't like acting. It was yeah. three people who were really friends at one point who kind of went their own kind of separate way in a way, come back again going, oh my God, we get to play again. And to me, that was, again, the charm of it. And maybe kind of go, best friends forever. You know, like, yeah. kind of things like that. And that to me was, and maybe that's why I, I react differently because I do listen to every podcast. But say, has, say, so. you, you, you know the history more. And I'm like, I knew what was, I knew that what happened with that. Right. We talked about it right. on a show or something like that. Or, you know, we talked about it in, in past conversations. So I kind of knew that. And like, like I said, like I know enough about his life, like about who his daughter is right. and like, like I stuff. So you, you kind of, I do have it, but like somebody who comes in fresh and doesn't right. know. Yeah, it's going to be that's a that's tough gonna, watch. It's a tough watch to, to that. And that's how I was kind of looking at it. Cause I'm looking at more of the, right. like, the broader picture of it. I'm right. like, and I'm like, and I, I thought some of the lines because like he he did he did knock cops uh, or uh, yeah, cop he, out a couple he times. He did knock cop out a couple times. Yeah, you know, you, and you go and you go. Really? I'm like I didn't think it was that bad of a movie. It's not, a, it's not that bad of a movie. And I think that Kevin's the first one to sit there and poke fun at his own as himself first to kind of the it's the fat man thing. It's like oh I know I'm fat. It's I'm going to to um, degrade myself so you can't do it yeah. because if if i do it myself it makes it feel like it doesn't hurt as much yeah so i think that he kind of i mean it's kind of hard now because he's thin but yeah. yeah i still think he feels like that way about his body his work because he's still he's the first person that would talk about yoga hosers badly he'll talk about you know jersey girl badly like all the movies he thinks are commercial flops he's the first one to kind of throw himself under the bus yeah like i'm the guy who made tusk and it always seems to be whatever movie he makes He's never really 100% satisfied, or he's the first one to throw himself under the bus. With the exception of Yoga Hosers, and he's Tusk, Yoga Hosers, and even Jay and Song Bob, I think he's kind of gotten, I'd say this is where age comes in. He he gets it. He's like, look, I get my movie isn't going to be for you. And that's okay. You don't like it? That's all right, too. He's not going to cop He's not going to cop out. <laughs> he's not going to, you know... Kind of the best way I'd say is like, hey, look, I, um, you know, you don't like our show? That's great. No, I'm not going to change it because of you. I'm sorry that you don't like it, but 
you know, yeah, it is what it is, you yeah. know. And I think that it shows, you know. I, I I appreciate it, and I do think that if I think that if Stacy decides to watch it, she might have she might miss a couple jokes, you know, or not get as many chuckles out of it as I would. Well, I I would I would I would recommend to people if if you want to see this movie, yeah. to see his body of work because I mean, like a lot of his films were great. I mean, you could still watch yeah. Clerks today and still yeah. enjoy that. Dogma is still my favorite movie of all right. time. I'm saying it's it's the, and that, I mean to me that was one of their real pinnacle kind yeah. of great movies that you go. It's that should be on the top of the list of, of great movies. And I think Giants Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is another yeah. one that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then you know, and then like some of the other movies were not bad. You know, just that you know when when you get further and further along, you know, it's like right. this childish mentality antics. You go, right? You're like in your fifties. Like if you want to watch, you know, basically I call it two living cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, they embody themselves perfectly as cartoon characters. Uh, but outside of that, I have not seen anything in the theaters, so I don't even know what's out there. Ed, I'm sure you probably have a list. That's how I do. Let's oh, go. segue! <laughs> Let's go to the top five movies, kids. Here we go. Number five was the number four movie of last week, Jumanji, The Next Level. It made $7.9 million, uh, over the weekend and 283.4 over the seven weeks of release. Okay. So there you go. Uh, number four was a new release, The Gentleman. It made $11 million uh, oh, that's over the weekend, right. and that's with the total gross. And uh, it's, like said, it's a new release. Okay. Uh, number three was number three of last week, Doolittle. And apparently it did. $12.5 million <laughs> this weekend and 44.6 overall in the two weeks of release. All right. It's a $200 million movie, by the way, kids. Yeah, it's apparently it's supposed to be the big bomb of 2020. That's right. Uh, number two is still number two. $15.8 million is 1917 is the movie. And uh, that was that was the fifteen point eight was the weekend gross, and the total amount is one hundred three point eight overall in the five weeks of release. And number one is number one still, uh, Bad Boys for Life. It made thirty four million dollars over the weekend and one hundred twenty point six overall in the two weeks of release. Wow! So there you go, kids. That's the movies. Okay, they're coming. They're out in the theater. So it's coming out in Blu-ray because I I walked in and I saw some I saw some movies. I was like, ooh. I need to get that. I need to get that. Jane Silent Bob was on sale. So I was like, okay, let me get well, that. Well, I'm going to go really quick. These were last week. These are ones that we missed that we were off the show. Uh, so it wasn't really that much. So it's uh, Zombieland Double Tap is coming out. Uh, was came it's out. out. Yeah, yeah, it came, came out. out last week. Uh, Jane and Silent Bob rebooted. It uh, uh, came out as well. The Addams Family, the animated uh, uh, thing. That was I did see that. When I saw that movie. It was actually pretty cute. This one was for me. I actually bought it because right. it was out last week, and I bought it. It was called The Courier. <laughs> right. And Gary Oldman in it, and I just the the box. And the, I saw this when I was looking at the releases, and I was like, you know. And I looked at the trailer, and I thought it was you know like an interesting action movie. So I sure, figured, I figured I'll, I'll pick it up and watch it one day. So I did buy it, and uh, they. Uh, and as far as video games from last week, Mega Man Zero FX Legacy Collection by Capcom for the Switch, and that is uh, that was that past Tuesday. Kingdom Hearts Three DLC Remind by Square Enix for the PS4, and that was on. Wait, what th- was that? Kingdom Hearts Three DLC Rewind. Oh, okay. By Square Enix for the PS4, and that right. was on Thursday. And FF Crystal Crystal Chronicles Remastered by Square Enix for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, That's and Nintendo Switch yeah. on Thursday. All right. So that was last week. Now, coming out this week, kids, is even less. Uh-huh. Terminator Dark Fate is coming out this Tuesday. Oh, really? 28th, yes. Okay. 
Then we have Doctor Who. These are old classic Doctor Who episodes. Uh, thing, uh, Doctor Who Revelation of the Daleks. Doctor Who the Invasion. Doctor Who the Invasion of Earth. The, the Dalek Invasion of Earth, excuse me. And the last one is Doctor Who the Two Doctors. These are all coming out on DVD okay. this all Tuesday. Right. And as for video games, we have Journey the Savage Planet by 505 Games for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And that's on Tuesday. Warcraft 3 Reforge by Blizzard Entertainment for the PC, and that's coming out Tuesday. And finally, Sisters Royale P- for the PS4 and Nintendo Switch, and that is also coming out on oh, coming out on Thursday, the 30th. All right. And that's it. <clears throat> okay, well, um, you know what? Something I forgot to also add in my week. I don't know if you have. Did you see the um, Infinite Crisis crossover? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I did. All right. <laughs> I yes okay. I, I would this this was yes that was going to be the the big topic of my subject. Uh, but you uh, please <laughs> go first. All right, because um, I think our opinions are going to differ. Um, okay. Well, I don't keep up on the TV shows anymore. Okay. So I mean, and I haven't watched Batwoman since episode four. I think. Okay. That's okay. Where I off too. So. I know that, that recently a bunch of people, like her viewership has definitely dropped, dipped greatly lately. Yeah. I think the last episode I saw, and again, internet, so take it for what that people were complaining because now they're pushing the, not pushing, but they're definitely making sure everyone knows that she is a, a lesbian character for whatever reason. I haven't seen the episode, so I can't talk about it. Okay. All I know is that apparently the internet was all up in roars because, you know, viewership has died down, especially after that episode. And everyone's like, yeah, because they're pushing an agenda. Uh, all right. Well, is it really engendered? She was always that character. But anyway, um, I digress, Ed. I think it's the way they pushed. It. I didn't see the episode right, either. Right, and I do agree. Sometimes it's like bang, bang. He want to hit you over the head. She is a lesbian. Like okay, like you don't have to back off. I get it. Because one of the things I know for sure for the CW is yeah. Now, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not against this in any way. So don't, you know, we're not. I know you're not against this in any way. So. Dear internet. Yeah. <laughs> But they 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 have they have commercials they run through the shows sure. about the CW right. that they they're accepting for all they're trying to right, okay. they're trying to push that agenda so they go hey we're the CW we love everybody right. like come watch us right you we, know? we're diversified we're diversity personified exactly right right and, right and so you you constantly get that like hitting <coughs> over your head like every right. commercial break and you're going mm. I get it already I I got right, it you know right, like, right. I'm watching it the fuck do you want like give me the <laughs> right, fuck alone you know right. like. So I'm not paying for this shit. It's free. Get the right. fuck away from me. You know, let your advertisers like you know deal with it. Whatever. So that that I think that's the reason why, okay. and, and that's why they're really like amping that up. Right. For some for every reason, I don't know why. Like I don't. Like, I, yeah. Like like apparently HBO has a problem or something like that. Like you know, oh, like, I don't know. No, I'm just oh. thinking. I'm just pulling yeah. shit on my ass. I don't know. Maybe to say like you know like like apparently you know like uh, everyone else, but you know if I want diversity, you gotta go to the CW. You know why? Because it's in there. CW, we diversify. I, I don't know. <laughs> They'll change the change their logo to just diversity logo of some sort. Like, oh, like, it'll be two hands and a rainbow. Yeah. Welcome to the CW. It's like reading rainbow. You know, you're all inclusive. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> That's like, it's like don't get don't get, I, I, you know, it's except like, it's owned by the same white dude. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, it's like that's fine. You know, like but sure. just don't show it to me every fucking right. episode and every. Fucking yeah, I don't. Episode. I don't. Like, I don't hate. Like, 
I kind of feel like if you're going, if that's the character, then that's the character. If that's going to be what you're going to push on your shows, fine, that's great. I'll, you know, those those shows find an audience. And again, I don't hate any of those shows. And it doesn't make me go, oh, I'm not watching Batwoman because of this. I'm not watching Batwoman because it's kind of a hard watch to watch because it's terrible writing. It's terrible writing, and <laughs> I don't like. And she's, all, I mean, and she's an okay actress. I said, I don't think she's that great of an actress to play. Right, and I kind of, yeah. I'm like. All right, you know what? I'm I'm in because it's something I don't get to see. Like that character needs to be on TV. You know, maybe the next iteration of Batwoman will be better. You know, like you got to start somewhere. Right. And if this is if this is the first step in the next step, I'm okay. I'm like, all right, I get it. Whatever. Like I'll I'll enjoy this ride if I can. But I have the opportunity not to watch it. I have them on my DVR. I was gonna watch them. I plan on watching them, but then I downloaded the CW app on my fire on my um, Fire Stick because I can get all the I can stream all the episodes. Yeah. So I waited until the final night of the Infinite Crisis, and I saw some headlines, and I'm like, oh, they did that. Spoilers. Uh, Ezra Miller's Flash is in it yeah. for like a scene, and I'm like, well, that's interesting. So I like, okay, so they really are tying everything into one big giant universe. Gotcha. I'm kind of curious, and I didn't watch a single episode at the start, so now I get to watch all five episodes yeah. back to back to back. Took, it did take me two nights because I have a life. Um, I didn't hate it. Um, um, I thought some stuff, I thought it was like you get those moments where, like, hey, we get this, we got that person, we got that person, we got that person. Like, oh my God, this show's going to be off the hook. And then you go, oh my God, you got Burt Warden. What's he do? Holy Red Sunrises. And that's it. And I'm like, that's that's okay. So basically, it's going to be five episodes of Easter eggs, you know? <laughs> like, it's, like, oh, I know that one. Oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. Like, I thought they were going to have. I don't remember seeing um, Linda Carter because she was supposed to be in it. Yeah, but I know she's also in Supergirl. You know, like as the president of the United States. So when they mentioned the president, I thought she. Oh, here she comes. Like, but I don't remember seeing her. I might have maybe blanked her. No. Okay, she wasn't in the no. episode. Um. Okay, so they had Tom Welling and Erica Durant from Smallville, and I was like, "All right, nice." But he lost his power. He he gave up his powers, you know. And then they had John Cryer's Lex Luthor, which is my first time seeing him as Lex Luthor. So yeah. just I'm going to put that out there. He's very um, mustache twirly. Yeah. I'm going to say like, <laughs> "I'll get you, Superman." Yeah. Very very that. Um, I'm like. Okay, well, I mean, it's a choice. I mean, I don't watch Super. I watched Supergirl in ages, so if they're going down, it's CW, which is basically soap operas for boys at this point, I guess. Yeah. With a little bit of romance for the girls to keep interested. I'm like, all right, man. I haven't seen him being evil. I've just seen him being kind of an asshole. I'm like, but that's kind of Lex. Yeah. You know, um, what I thought of the arc, I thought it was okay. I didn't hate it, but again, I'm also not super invested. I was like, okay, what are you going to do? All right, Ray Palmer, gotcha. The Superman thing looks good, looks good. You know, I'm like, glad to see the people put the tights back on, you know. Um, I was like, all right, Batwoman, okay, she's there, whatever. I didn't like some of the the seven paragons, and, and you're the paragon of hope, and you're the paragon of love, and you're the paragon of justice. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and I'm sitting there going, was that in the original book? The 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 infinity the infinite crisis the first one I'm like mm, I don't know but I know they're changing anyway because Oliver Queen's supposed to die so that 
Kira, you know, Supergirl and Flash can live. And I'm like, all right. And, you know, some of this shit was kind of weird. I was like, uh, all right. When I got to the Ezra Miller part, I was like, oh, okay. Okay, so that's how you justified not hiring Grant for your movie. You know, <laughs> Ultimate Universe. <laughs> um, at the end, I liked how, I thought it was smart that it took him all this time to try to figure out how to get all these guys in one room. Like before in the episode, it was like Supergirl was going to a completely different planet. Why? Because she was in a completely different, you know, channel at one point in time when she yeah. first started. So you can't have her in the same universe. But what you can do is you can make a doorway to that universe. You can walk in and out whenever you want her to star in it. Like, all right, so, you know, good job. They incorporate at the very end. They incorporated all their shows into one Earth. Yeah, you know, and so that way you can have that moment of like, hey, here comes Supergirl just flying through. You have now the rights to just about everybody. Yeah. You know, and you're like, all right, it gives you, I would say, a bigger toy box to play in, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. Um, <clears throat> how, so to me in the end, you're like, okay, now we're all in the same place. I'm like, you guys were smart. You did it. Good job. I'm out. You know, like, <laughs> like I was like, all right, I see what you guys did there. All right, it is what it is. And, you know, I moved on and, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was entertaining. I didn't hate it, but again, I'm also like, I wasn't having not been super invested going, this is, I've been waiting for this all year. Um, it, to me, it was like, oh, okay. It, it felt like all the other ones, you know, just like, Hey, somewhat rushed, somewhat like we're going to pack 10 pounds of shit in this five pound bag. And yeah. hopefully you can, you can strap in, hold on. And if you miss something, rewind. You know, because we're going to go fast, and it's going to be here, and then here, and then here, and then here, and you got to know it's like, oh, you're on planet, you know, Earth twenty seven. Well, now you're on Earth six six six, and I'm like, my favorite part though is when Lucifer showed up with, um, um, <clears throat> what's his face when they were trying to get into um, purgatory, Constantine, Constantine, seeing Constantine and uh, L- Lucifer. Was fucking. I love that part because I'm a big fan of the Lucifer TV show. Yeah. And Tom Ellis did say that that his TV show doesn't have anything to do with that TV show. That Lucifer is definitely a a, a Lucifer from a different d- dimension. Yeah. Obviously, because it's on Planet Six Six Six. You know. Um. But I thought it was great. I was like, oh my god, he he should be in that show more. They definitely did a Constantine Lucifer show because the two of them were fucking great together. Yeah. That to me was like the big shiny moment. I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. The Ezra Miller thing, I was like, all right, you guys are just trying to throw as much shit into the wall and see what sticks, you know? And then I read an article, like I think I read an article, how that was like it was like a last minute, like Jim Lee kind of called and said, hey, uh, do you want Ezra Miller in your show? Because we can get him, you know, kind of thing. And <laughs> he just, I guess, you know, sure, why not? And they had to do something real quick, you know, and squeeze them in there. I thought it was cute. Um, I thought it was also unnecessary. You know? Okay, yeah. I did. I think that, you know, out of all the scenes in the show, of all the episodes, I, you could have gotten that one. You, you didn't need it. Like, it didn't really push anything forward. It's just this moment you can have two flashes in one world because there was such a pissing contest. So why don't you have Grant in the movies? And, hey, Ezra Miller can't get his fucking flash thing off the ground. Does he still want to do it? Oh, look, he's in the TV show, so clearly he's got something invested. Does he? You know, <laughs> what's he doing right now? You know, waiting for the call when they're going to start filming that movie. But it does create that flashpoint paradox now. You can kind of, you know, let's see what, let's see where it goes. You know, but what do you think, Ed? 
Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, you, you, I think it sucked. <laughs> I think you paid a better picture than I did. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I use my words. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I. I didn't read the book, so I have no idea right. of the storyline. I didn't read the comic at all. You know, I, like I think at that point I was out for DC, right. and I wasn't really watch, re- following them as much. But I've watched Flash and Arrow right. through like every week, with right. like watching it constantly, and it was just, it was was this like big build up for this sure. moment, and then us discussing it week after week on the show right. talking about they've got this actor, right. on, they got this, so you're you're expecting this big thing and you right. know like like and what they gave us was so disappointing yeah. it was like a huge letdown to me you yeah know? it felt big they it felt bigger than what was actually on screen right like when they had like oh here's uh kevin conroy to play batman i'm like oh my god this is great well he's a fucking bad guy yeah he's kind of a jerk and i'm like okay why did they do that why did they did they need that okay whatever all right, Burt Ward's going to be. This is awesome. He legitimately kicks off the whole thing, looks at the sky and points, and then it's gone. Yeah, you know, and like all the people that they had on it that were supposed to be big deals. It was like, oh, really? That's it. That's it. Okay, Brandon Ruth, Superman. Okay, that's awesome. He's in it, and oh, look, Superman are fighting. This is great. Why'd you kill him off? Like, like you killed him off to have Lex Luthor in it because he's got this fucking book. I'm like. How do you get his fucking hands on the book in the first place? Like to me, there was like this this gap of him showing up, going, "But wait, you guys capture him and you let him keep the book? How did he get the book? I don't remember when he got out. Like it was it was he it was because it was on the ship. It was on the what I know it was, was in the ship, but he was still locked behind doors. But apparently, he ripped the page out, like the most important page of that book. He just randomly ripped out and kept it in his pocket this whole time yeah. until he needed. And I'm like, that's. Ah, that's wafer thin, dude. I'm sorry. Like that's that's a we got to say that was, we're was paying a, and we got to use them. Let's say there was a lot. There was a lot of, of cop outs for this because it was like also too like like when when uh, last because the, the last crossover that's that was the 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 monitor came and, right. and Alfred hit right. the deal that you know and then you you're thinking wait a minute he made the deal why, why is Flash going to die and then all of right. a sudden it's not that Flash right it's, it's like, like oh it wasn't then it was something else you gave up your life back then <laughs> yeah. It's like, Wait, what? That was a cop out, and then and then of course the, the Flash that actually dies in the show wasn't the actual Flash; it was another Flash. And you right? Go, really? It was a Flash of the '90s t show, t shirt, TV show. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, <sighs> and then a lot of a lot of cast members like they didn't get to use. Like there were so there's so many people in this show. Right, there's a lot so of supporting yeah. They never showed up, and you go. Why? Like they couldn't get like a like a twenty second, thirty minute, you know, like right. a, like so, like not thirty minutes, but like like a five minute something you right. know, somewhere. Because there were some things that were like they were stretched out too long, and things were just too quick, you know. Right. Like, like like I just it just felt it felt like some of it was like you said, some of it felt like forced and rushed, and some right. of it was like I think it was just like way too long. And then the whole Paragon thing, and I'm like, yeah, just how it happens the people that we're watching are these people. <laughs> right. What are the odds? Yeah, you know, I know. Like, huh. Really, Batwoman's the paragon of justice. Who would have thought? Like, I thought it been Batman. The, you know, w- the one that bothered me the most was not really bothered me. Was the um, who? Okay, the the human one, the Asian, humanity. Okay, the paragon of humanity. What the fuck is that? I couldn't get. I couldn't. That missed me. And, and what also annoyed me too. I'm like, they got Kevin from Supernatural. 
Like <laughs> that's, that's, that's Seal, like, Seal picked up on right that right away. I'm, I'm like, like, I barely remember Kevin. I'm like, he was he was the prophet. I'm like, oh, that's right. When he the was, moment he turned around, I was like, Kevin. <laughs> was, it was definitely like a. And was, oh, and, you guys just pulled me right out of this whole show. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, he works for the CW. Yeah. You know, like like He's, I'm sure. I, I'm, I'm, which makes it even funnier is that I'm watching season twelve. I think I'm trying to catch up. Um, I think I'm season thirteen. I think uh, on Supernatural. And Kevin is back in the alternate world that they're on. So he's still fresh in my head. Yeah. And to see him in there, and I'm like, what? How'd they get Kevin? They doing double duty. Good for you. Like, <laughs> I was like, but as that moment I saw him, I was like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I was in. You, you threw somebody in there I really recognized. And I'm like, oh. Because <laughs> the way they were, they were like Smith. They were hyping this up so much, and you go, you go. This is gonna be awesome. Like this is gonna be the greatest I, thing ever. And I'm like, they pull this off. This like, there's no, you know. I'm like, nah, they didn't pull it off. They yeah, didn't I, I, I kind of wish. Remember back in the day when they would take like a, a, a TV show and a run of a TV show and just put it on DVD. Yeah, you know, I wish they do that because I feel like and be able to pack it in with all the stuff we wanted to do, like. Like, or maybe, like, I feel like... Director's the, cut. I, Chris, yeah, I, Chris feel like, to... I feel like there's chunks missing yeah. that they had to cut out for time. And I feel like, you know, if you buy the Blu-ray, you'll get all the episodes. What bothers me, though, is in, in my head, if you're going to do, like, a, a five-episode crossover, are you going to have all five episodes on that Blu-ray? Like, what if I'm just a fan of, you know, The Flash, and I buy that season? Are all the episodes of that crossover in there? Like okay, as a fan of Buffy and Angel, I have their their complete sets on DVD. That's how old it is. Mm. But there's crossover episodes between Buffy and Angel oh, yeah. that you have to go. Wait, this is episode seven of season five. Now I have to go see season two, episode eight, and go digging through some discs to yeah. try to find that if I want to get the complete story. Or go, yeah, I remember how that happens. Yeah, okay, and you're 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 remembering it and going. I remember that Faith crossover. That was kind of fun. Uh-huh. Anyway, what's the next episode? Or do I want to go dig it out? And that's why it always means like, I don't know if I want to watch them. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I was watching uh, Buffy with Seal. That was right. those episodes of a crossover. Uh, yeah. And you're like, like, I don't get it. Because that was a crossover. You have to, we have to watch now Angel for that. Right. And I'm like, yeah, hopefully I'll remember that when we get to the Angels. You right. Know? Yeah. It's like, okay, when we get to Angel, am I going to remember that? Because that happens in season five. I gotta watch almost a hundred episodes before we even hit that episode. <laughs> like, that's a tough. <laughs> that's a tough, Ed. <laughs> All right. Well, so see. Uh, so. so yeah. So it was. It was. I mean, if, if you, I guess if you're a fan of the show, like I said, no, I watched. I'm like, and it was like a, such a build up, especially this past season. Right. You're, you're building up, and then of course now they I start. I imagine every episode's like, oh, it's building up to the crisis, building up to the crisis, and the crisis gets here, and you're going. That just seems like a shitty weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, wasn't the crisis? Was I forgot my phone at the house? <laughs> I couldn't get a hold of anybody. You know, that, that's what it seemed like. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, and like, <coughs> and I'm like, I just, I think they just set it up for lazy writing for the future. It's like, yeah, instead right. of doing this, now we got to go from one Earth to another Earth, and you know, get right. this person. And now blah, we don't blah, have to worry about that. Blah, you know why? Because we kept them all in the same spot. Now, good job, high five, <laughs> slap. We can save on the special effects. You know why? Because we didn't have to do that little whirly thing to get between issues. We've spent all the money. Now we can just go call her up. <laughs> she can show up here with like, like a split. So we need Supergirl. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> oh, look, she's here. <laughs> Thank you. I was just off stage. <laughs> kind of walked in. I didn't need a teleporter thing. 
Saving money on special effects. Saving money while we diversify our cast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I do have some news articles that I I did bring. Um, I would say some of these are kind of wacky because I was looking for... Okay, um, have you seen Picard yet? No. Okay, so apparently it's it's he's kind of getting the cast back together. I don't know if you've seen the video. He I've just, been I've been seeing stuff, but I've like you know I don't have CW or not CW. CW. <laughs> the CBS app, uh, CBS All yeah, Access. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw. I haven't seen the first episode either, but I know he was just on the View to invite uh, Whoopi Goldberg to be on season two, bring yeah. Guinan back. And of course, she was all in tears, and because it was like her best time of her life being on that show. Yeah. Apparently, she was a huge Trekkie, so being on the show was a, a plus for her anyway. So to come back was like a yay moment for her. Yeah. Um, but they brought back Marina Sirtis, who plays Troy. Yeah. Um, and apparently, here's an article: what she hated most about returning to her, her returning and her favorite part. Um, would you care to hear? No. Okay, that's fine. I, that's I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll move on. I got, I'll, I'll just say, how about this? I'll just tell you what the headlines are, and you can just go. I'll take that one. Um, let's see. Uh, this was the thing. The thing that I was most thrilled about was that I didn't have to wear a spacesuit. She said, "I don't fit in it anymore." That's not the problem. Fifteen pounds ago, I fit in it. Not anymore. That's what she didn't like about it. <laughs> 15 pounds. Yep. Uh, it's not Star Trek's Troy. Uh, they will be happy to find that some of her favorite characters ha- where some of their favorite characters have been since Star Trek Nemesis, because that was the last time they were all together, basically. Yeah. They'll certainly find out all about Picard himself, but only tidbits about characters like Troy. We kind of find out a little, a little bit, she said. We don't find out everything. Um, when Marina Sirtis flew to Hollywood to film her scenes in Star Trek, she realized... The wardrobe department had not prepared her Next Generation costume. Luckily, she kept it from a previous movie, so I guess she still had it. I called and said, you know that I wore a wig and black contact lenses. They went, what? And I was like, did you know what? Did you know what? I, You know you know what? I think I stole them, so I think I have them. Let's just get the, con- so let's just get the contact lenses cleaned because they've been sitting in a lens case for 15 years, and I have the wig. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, there you go. Um, Marie, she felt like Carrie Fisher returning to Star Wars. She said, as Carrie Fisher said when she went back to Star Wars, I remember seeing her on the Today Show. Uh, the interviewer said to her, was it a difficult choice to uh, resuscitate Princess Leia? And Carrie said, I'm a 60-year-old actress in Hollywood. People aren't exactly throwing scripts at me, which is kind of the place I'm in. <laughs> just, just kind of seemed like her. Uh, and she's like, I didn't. I think it's different for boys, but for women, it's very different. So yeah, it's not like I'm ducking the scripts that are coming my way. So it's a job as well as being fantastic work with my pals again. Um, the thing she hated most about the show, though, uh, coming back, was um, the it aired through the '80s and '90s, and standard definition when most televisions were 20 inches. Even our Star Trek films were shot in 35 millimeter fan. Uh, she shot the Star Trek Picard in HD and was not a fan. Uh, she's like, really? The man who invented high definition camera? It was a man because a woman would never have fucking invented it, right? <laughs> he may rot in hell for all eternity. Apparently, you know, Sirtis looked wonderful in real life, uh, let alone in high defi- de- high definition. But also, she joked with Spiner, Brett, Data, yeah, um, being protected by a layer of gold makeup. 
Uh, it's all right for you, Mr. Android, she said. The rest of us look like something like a cat dragged in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I have not. Apparently, my dad saw the first episode. And he said it, it, it started off pretty good. And I'm always surprised when my dad says something about Star Trek. He, I never came across as a Trekkie. Yeah. But he seems to really love it. I don't know. I don't know. Part of me still thinks it's because my uncle worked for NASA. So I think that there's that connection. Right. But I never really thought he was really super into into it. Maybe he's just gotten as as he's gotten older. I don't yeah. know. You know. One of those shows that you kind of come across. It's like it reminds me of my youth. Anything, I guess. Okay. You know, maybe. I don't know. I haven't particularly. I, I'm going to try to check it out the first season because I like Picard. I like Stewart. I mean, I, mean I, I like the next generation, so I'm, 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 I'm thinking like if it because it will come up, probably eventually come out on Blu-ray. You know, you know. Yeah, of course it will. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll buy it then. Apparently, I, there's already a season two because he's fucking hiring people. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty sure of himself. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I doubt that they would. Uh, uh, oh, do a one and done. One and done, yeah, because something like that, they're gonna like milk that cow till. <laughs> Until it's gone. Squeeze, squeeze all that gravy out of it yep. until it's gone. Can you still play that flute, Picard? <laughs> <laughs> I never played it in the first place. Good. Print. Perfect. You're fine. Just, we'll, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> just mimic, mimic playing it. We'll, yeah. You know, nobody really knows except for musicians. But, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> Fake it till you make it. <laughs> uh, I, I just... You know, because I, I, I mean, if if CBS was cheaper, <coughs> I'd probably buy. It. Like, I would probably buy it. Right, it's like ten dollars a month, and I'm like, I think so. But now at this point, it's I heard thanks to the streaming services, pirating's back in a big way. Because it's like, okay, you you figure if you're paying twelve bucks a month for Picard, and you're paying ten bucks a month for uh, whatever's on Disney Plus, twelve. I mean, most everyone got sucked into that seventy dollar deal. Yeah, you know, because that's seventy bucks for a whole year. I'm in. Yeah, they're like, we got you. Yeah, um, but you got two months. That's you know that was the sure. You know that's the, the way you draw you in that one, you know, and it was yeah. seven dollars a month. But the but the the reality of it is is that like like the people that did month to month were smarter because it's like after Mandalorian was done, you go, I'm canceling, cancel it. You yeah. know, I don't need you until the next or, next or big wait thing. till it's all done and then then sign up, watch it for a month and then cancel it again. Yeah, you know, I mean, some people can do that. I would say those people are probably smarter than us. <laughs> because in my heart, in my head, not my heart, my head, I'm like, well, that makes perfect sense to just cancel it. But if I'm just watching it for that one thing, then maybe I could wait to it come out on Blu-ray. If I'm, you know, if that's the only thing I'm really wait, watching for, I'll find a way to watch it. Um, yeah, because when Discovery, I mean, Discovery's two seasons in, and it's already right. out on, they're already out on Blu-ray, right. and I'm like, I'm still not interested. Like, right, it's it's, it's sitting not, there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll pass. I'm just not now. Though Picard, because I know the characters, you go, <coughs> you know, I'm kind of interested. Right. I know Jerry Ryan's in it, the Seven yeah. of Nines in it. You go, they, all right, you know. They brought back some other people, like the the guy who was the Borg, um, Phil. Or I don't remember. Phil. I don't remember. Hugh. Hugh. Yes. Yeah. Hugh's in it too, apparently. Yeah. You know, so it's like, all right, so the and. I think they brought back. I saw like a little article, and I the remember the episode where they had the lawyer where Data was trying to defend whether or not he was human. Yeah, for you know to get Maddox. He was yeah. Um, they I think brought him back too. Yeah, I heard. I saw that in an article. Right. Somewhere. So I'm yeah. like, wow, you're really deep in. That's uh, that's a deep cut. Yeah, that's a deep, deep, deep cut. You know, I'm like, all right, well, okay. I'll give it a couple more weeks and maybe I'll start streaming it through like the fire stick. Just be like, hey, look at me be breaking it, breaking it law, breaking it law. 
Um, all right. Anything else you'd like to add to that, Ed? No, just uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm interested in. Uh, I mean, speaking Rangers, but I like I said, that's a weekly thing. That's not a. That's not a, like a. Yeah, one they're not that. gonna. They're not gonna. So, so something like that, you'd have to watch. Like wait till like oh, the season finale, and you go all right now. I'll yeah, sign up. Now watch I'll it a sign month, up and then cancel it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, also, too, do you know that that Mulan movie's coming out, Ed? That Mulan movie? That Mulan movie's that coming Mulan out. That Mulan movie's coming out. That movie, Mulan. I, I heard that Mulan movie's coming out, yeah. like, soon. Yeah, you know what it's about, right? It's about Mulan, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, apparently, the director explains why the remake won't have Mushu or musical numbers. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, one of the big points of contention about Disney's upcoming live-action remake of Mulan has been the film's lack of Mushu and musical numbers. In 19, the 1998 animated classic, in which it draws some of its inspiration, uh, is beloved in part for Eddie Murphy's diminutive dragon guardian and the film's iconic songs. While those elements won't be present in the, Mar- in the March film, Mulan, director Nikki Caro has specific reasons for not including them. She explained... Right, I'm gonna, this is a quote. I mean, back to the realism question. We don't tend to break into song when we go to war. Not that I'm sa- not that I'm saying anything against the animation. This is what you, to me right away. Like, you know, you could, I don't think we break into song when we go to war. You're, but I'm not saying anything against the animation. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You just you just see Mickey's hand up in the air with his thumb. Just whether it's going to be like halfway there, and it's like, watch what she says. If you get the thumb up, she lives. She gets the thumbs down. Whacker. <laughs> um, the songs are brilliant, and if I could squeeze them in there, I would have. But we do honor the music from the animation in a very, very significant way. It's probably the musical score, I'm going to guess. Nikki yeah, uh, Caro's argument against making Mulan a musical like the animated Disney film is about, achieving a certain level of realism. She explained during a footage presentation for their film, reported by Digital Spy, people don't usually break out in the song when they go to war. Moonline is going to war and pressing pause on the very serious reality that a single song is simply not realistic. It's not that Kara has anything against the animated film or the songs themselves. It's just they would not fit with the tone of the story she was going for with Mulan. Therefore, Nikki Caro chose not to include musical numbers. However, according to her, this new Mulan will pay tribute to the iconic songs from the original film. Well, we've actually got a sample of this in the trailers for the film where we hear a slowed-down instrumental version of the song Reflection. So the music will be in Mulan, at least to a degree, but it won't come to the form of characters breaking the song and musical numbers. That's due to the level of realism the director's going for, which is probably the reason why Mushu's not in it. Which is, makes me kind of weird because you see a fucking phoenix in it. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm ahead of myself. Well, it's from Umbridge, Realism, Defense. Uh, but, uh, Okay, here you go. While it may take umbrage with the realism of defense with a film that includes witches and phoenixes, Nikki Caro's argument makes sense. Does it really? No. Does it? No. Or Q and Thor. Yeah, but does it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can have stuff like that as long as it comports with everything else. It's about achieving realism and internal logic within the world of the film. Uh, Animation afford a certain level of suspension suspension of disbelief that live-action movies does not. We can buy that Mulan would break in the song in an animated realm in 1998 film, and I'm sure there's a version of a live-action Mulan that would also work with musical numbers, but it wouldn't be the version Nikki Caro wants to make. Uh, although there's fantastical elements, it, this is a very serious war story, and it sounds like the director <laughs> wants to convey. 
I have it's basically I have something to say about war and it's not going to be pretty and it's just I have something I need to say Ed and therefore we can't just break out into musical numbers that's not real war is real war is pain but first witches (laughs) a phoenix a phoenix that's god forbid we have a talking little dragon or a cricket we want realism, Ed. This is war, and I need to make a statement. But first, musical interlude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, here you go. Um, the musical numbers would inevitably distract from that tone, which would lessen the overall impact. <laughs> all right. I said it right there. Look, she wants to tell a real story of a girl going to war. She can't break into song and dance in that, Ed. That's realism. We're, we're covering two things. We're covering feminism and war. No songs. I smell reshoots. What I smell. I sell one trick pony. There's no Mulan two coming in our future. <laughs> I I think we're gonna have an article soon, and you're gonna see reshoots for Mulan. I would be surprised if this movie. I kind of feel like with all this kind of press, I'm going. Is it gonna make money? Is this might be Disney's first remake flop? That's to say, like like like. Disney, Disney cannot, Disney will never admit they'll flop on something. They'll, they'll spin it in a way, you know, and it's just like the next thing you'll know is like, oh, we're getting this director to help out with right. the movie, blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> we just got Jaws Whedon to come in and fix things up. Oh, great. <laughs> you want the what? Um, you want a singing number. You know these people can't sing, right? Yeah. They're actors, not singers. Yeah, I know. We can fake it. <laughs> we just had a movie of a bunch of singers that can't act called Cats. You saw that one, didn't you? <laughs> Sorry. Zing! <laughs> God, I can't wait for that movie to come out. <laughs> so I can buy it and make you watch it. Uh, and then there's the Mushu element, um, the creature that's a spiritual representation of the ancestors in Mulan. But that one will not be Mushu. Addressing the dragon that's not in a room, Nikki Caro said, I think we can all appreciate that Mushu is irreplaceable. True. Oh, and this person brought up the exact same thing I was thinking of. You could also rightly argue that Robin Williams' genie was also irreplaceable, but last year's Aladdin didn't try it and didn't try to and found a workaround with Will Smith's interpretation turned out pretty good. Did it? I did. Did it? Did you see it yet? Yes, I did. I thought it was okay. I saw the theater. Oh, well, sorry. Uh, the difference is that both Atlanta films were kind of similar tone. Nikki Caro's were making Mulan, but it doesn't seem to be a head uh, be headwig so close to the prior film. Or, yeah, okay. So, eh, all right, Ed. There you go. I smell reshoots. That's all I'm going to say. It's, just, just, uh, it's coming out in March, so if they're going to be doing reshoots, they're going to be doing... Everybody be doing now. Body parts flying around. Come, Someone's come, just come know. Valentine's Day. You're gonna hear Mulan push back. back. Yep. Oh, hope so. All right. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I really would. I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be shocked if it's, it goes out as Dan's as is, especially for Disney. Like, like, wait, because like I go, <laughs> what? No, no song, no, no Mushu, song. no Mushu, cancel. <sighs> How much did we put down on this thing? We're, we're pulling it and we're gonna fix it. Yeah, fix it in post. We're gonna we're gonna reshoot this fucker, you know. We gotta make this. We gotta brighten this up for the kids. This is for can, the kids. This ain't for anybody else. Can, what fucking woman statement are you trying to do? <laughs> this is Disney. Did, this is Captain Marvel. We did that already. <laughs> we don't have to do it again. If you want that kind of shit, you know where you can go. Go to the C fucking W. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're hiring over a Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, hey, I, you know, I, I'll be honest, I never really liked Mulan in the first place. I thought it was an okay movie. I think Eddie Murphy saved it for me because I like Eddie Murphy. But as to me as a movie, I'm like, eh. It wasn't the movie that I go back and watch again and again. Right. And again. It, it ain't my go to movie. In fact, Stacy uses it to go to sleep if she can't sleep. I'm like, that says a lot about a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if, you, if you know that you can go that, it's like me watching, what do you call it? The Star <laughs> Dark Wars. Dark I was going to say the Star Wars. Uh, it's holiday you, special. The holiday special. I was like, I don't want to fall asleep. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> I had that toy. <laughs> Um. All right. Um. Well, Ed, um, we don't have to talk about the Hank Azaria no longer voicing Abu. It's you know it is what it is. I think. Did, did he say why? Um. Well, yeah, because lately I don't even have to. I don't think I really need need, need the articles. I know just enough about this to be dangerous. <laughs> um. Basically, because he's using a stereotypical voice of an Indian, uh, a person coming from India to be you know, and it's, it's. I think that people are, are saying that's racist. And that it's, you know, um, okay, let's go see. Hold on, let me read the article. Okay. Maybe, okay. After years of complaints from fans, actor Hank Azari will no longer provide the voice of Apu for The Simpsons. For more than 30 seasons, 30 seasons, by the way, the actor has provided the convenience store clerk with a character that plays into a number of Indian stereotypes, with fans taking issue with the character not only due to those stereotypes, but also how this character has become so popular while so few other representations of South Asia exist um, in popular media. The actor didn't specify what the future would hold for the character, but in someone else, it, and if someone else would voice him, but Azaria is stepping away from the role. And this is what he said. All we know is that I won't be doing the voice anymore, unless there's some way to transition it or something. He confirmed to um, forward slash film. I think it's a website. Controversy has surrounded the character for years with comedians, with comedian and filmmaker uh, Hari Khan. Um, obviously, uh, his, he had a documentary called The Problem with Apu, uh, bringing the issue to the forefront of conversations surrounding the character. In recent show, recent years, the show's cast and crew have regularly been asked about how to handle the situation, though none have offered concrete answers. Why would they? They're getting fucking paid. I'm an actor. I do a voice. It's not my business. Right. You know, I like my job. I've been doing it for 30 fucking seasons. You know, uh, what are they going to do with the actor is their call, as Zaria pointed out. It's up to them, and they haven't sorted it out yet. All we have agreed on is that I won't be doing the voice anymore. Uh, the close, the closest creator, Matt, Matt Growing, has come to addressing the issue officially is a 2018 episode seeing Lisa and Marge Simpson talking about depictions of characters no longer being appropriate in contemporary culture. Though the sequence left most audiences frustrated at the non-committal response of how Apu would be handled going forward. We all made the decision together, as Ari admitted. We all agreed on it, and we feel like we all feel like it's the right thing and good about it. Uh, Zaria has long, has long said he was willing to step away from the character, though it was currently unclear why it took so long for the show's producer to address the issue. Um, he's like, I think it's really important when people express themselves about racial issues, and they feel it's unfair or upsetting to... And, or distressing to make them angry, sad, or hurt. He said, um, as Aria shared at the Television Critics Association press event in 2018, the most important thing to do is listen, try to understand, try to sympathize, which is what I'm doing. I know that. The Simpsons guys are doing that too, and they're giving a lot of thought, and we discussed it a little bit. They will definitely address, maybe publicly, certainly creatively within the context of the show, what they want to do, if anything, with the character. There you go, Ed. <laughs> That's the article. That was from comicbook.com, I think. Yep. Um, I get it. In this, in this, 
in this age we live in of one might say social justice warriors or snowflakes. I mean, is it a, it's a caricature, it's a stereotype. And some might say like, well, it's been going on for so long. What's the point? Right. Some people are like, well, that is the point because it's going so long. When are we going to stop doing that? You know, when, why couldn't they have hired back then a Indian American or, or a person of Indian descent to actually play that character? Why did they go with a white guy who can do voices? Right. Maybe because I'm going to say maybe 30 some odd years ago, there wasn't somebody out there who could do that. Like, I don't know many Indian. What's well, the thing? Like, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, like, I, I, this goes down intensive. I don't know. Go ahead. I mean, I, mean, you know, you, I, I don't think you mean it with any kind of malice. So go ahead. Yeah. But if you talk to an Indian, because I, I have an Indian guy I work with, uh-huh. you know, and he, he, he has a very thick accent. Okay. And it's hard to understand it. So back in 1989, when the show started, or right. you know, like I don't want to poo start it, but like relatively within that time sure. frame or whatever, he is, I would say, one of the original characters. I don't think any producer or, or casting director would have hired somebody from India if they have that thick accent. You can't understand a word you're saying because I have to, I have to ask him to repeat several work. Right? Know? Can you say that again, please? You like I, I try and right. be as nice as I can, you know, because he's a good guy. And, it's not like he's like a frustrated. Right, he's not doing it on purpose. He's right. just talking. And you're and, having a problem understanding him, and he understands. He knows that I have a problem understanding him. Right. So he, you know, does his best, and he's because he talks very fast. He goes, uh, okay. He's, he's speaking English, but right. his thick accent. You can't understand what he's saying because he speaks so fast. Okay. So you, so you go, okay. You know, like you're, you're trying to work it out. And you could keep talking slower. I always tell him, "Can you talk slower for me?" Because right. you know you're talking too fast for me. So he understands. And he does. So like like so back then you go all right well, how many how many indie actors would be out there especially right. in America during that time during that time I'm gonna say thirty years ago because you figure every every year every season takes about a year yeah over the course of a year so I'd say thirty years ago yeah and so you you <clears throat> you go how many you know actors could have right. done it so you go okay you get a voiceover guy I mean a lot of the guys at the time were you know people that could do multiple voices sure you know and you're and, and, and that's the thing like like with with the voice industry you, you're not hiring one character a voice like a right. guy it's like you want, oh you you could do this voice you're going to do this guy and this yeah, guy that you was, know in that in that documentary i know that voice they said that if you had more value if you could bring more than one voice to the table right like because it saves down on costs you can just pay me a flat fee and you can have five or six characters side characters as well as your main character and pay me one check rather than hiring six other people it's it's time it's and they only, time saving and, and cost saving and most of the time they only do like what they say four to four to eight hour sessions of right recording so it's not like they're like recording like for for weeks on end so you get four hours with them and you go all right do this character right. do this line do this line right. do this character you know and then they run through them and then they edit it all together and then there you go sure. there's your episode so you you for somebody like that, you go okay, and then it's like okay now. Well, that was thirty years ago. Like now, right, now right, right. it's all changed, and you go. Sure. But you go. I mean, how horrible is it? Like, like I mean, like I get the right. race. I get the racism part of it. Right. You're right. You know, it's a white guy doing a, an Indian right. voice. And it's very, it's a very stereotypical Indian accent. Again, stereotypes are based on a sort of reality. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that always gets me. I always hate that word stereotype. It's a stereotype. It's like. 
I've seen it. It's not like it's not like somebody's right. making no this up. And make... to, no one wants to admit they've seen it because they just they, they want to be polite and they go, "Oh, that's just rude." Yeah, I acknowledge it and I see it and I address it, but I still think that's wrong. Why? And I, I I'm always curious about the people who really really question that character if they really 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 do watch the show. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you've been watching that show for thirty years and all of a sudden now you're just getting around to going. Hey, why are you doing that? It makes me feel like you weren't really there from the beginning. Right. And because if you were okay back then, why aren't you okay now? When you are you really quote unquote woke or are you just hopping on a hey? Well, because to, to me, it's just like it's not like he's making fun of the character. Right. He's never he's, once made fun of him. He's portraying the character. Yes. So that's that's the one thing. Like like well, to me, like a more, more of like a stereotype is when you're going, you you make a joke and you do that accent, right? And you make fun of that accent, and you right? Make when fun that, of who that, they are, that that culture, that person, that accent becomes part of a punchline. Yeah. Then yeah, I agree. Then you are kind of making fun of that person, um, or that that religion, that creed, that you know, race. It doesn't matter if you're if you're specifically atta- you're making that joke. That then yeah. If he's just a character and that character has a living, breathing life because they brought a wife in, kids. Right. Like, this is a fully fleshed out character who's just voiced by a white guy. I don't, I, I don't, I don't see the struggle. Right. But again, I'm also looking at it from a white guy perspective. That's true. You know, and that's where I always like, oh, that's where I always feel like a lot of these kind of moments, I'm just going, yeah, I can't say anything. I can have an opinion. But the moment I have that opinion, it becomes you're wrong. You know why? Because you're the problem. I, but I agree. I'm a white guy. I, yeah. I believe in diversity. Yeah, sure. Let's get somebody. You know what? How about this? Kill the character off. Really piss everybody off. You got. You know what? You don't like the way we handle this character, and we now this character now is going to become a, a, a poster child for for things that was never been part of this show. So you know what we're going to do? Fuck you. We're killing him. You know, or maybe not kill him. Write him off. Yeah. Like, you know what? Then you'll never have to worry about it because he'll never be on the show again. He'll never be on the show again because you people are going to bitch and complain no matter what. Because now we're changing him because you want that. Now you're going to start thinking you control this show. This show has been around for 30 years. Some of you probably were even before born before this sh- after this show was even on for 10 years. Yeah. So you know what? We're going to get rid of him. You want defer- you you a diversity of... It's hard to be a, diver- a diversified cast when the main color of that show is yellow <laughs> with four fingers. Yeah. They're not real people. You know, it's, it's so it's like it's hard for me to kind of go. And some of the studs they pull, you couldn't do in real life. Right. Kill you. Hey, remember, yeah. the, remember that scene where in the very couple episodes, the very, very Homer's on a skateboard and he falls down this mountain and he's like, ow, 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 ow. And then they helicopter him out. And then as they're helicopter, he's hitting the side of the mountain on the way up. He's like, don't, 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 don't. And, and then they get, they rolls and, off and right, falls and out he again. he falls back down again. Yeah, you can't do that in real life. Like, sorry. <laughs> Even the dead the first time. Yeah. Guess what? I'm, I'm sure Lisa doesn't play the saxophone that good. <laughs> like, it's probably not even her really playing it. <laughs> but I got some middle-aged guy who's been playing saxophone since he was nine. You know? In 30 years, Maggie not once has outgrown, has grown up. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all the same age. Right. They're the same age, the same. It's for the last 30 years. All right. <laughs> like, okay, okay, fine. Like, you, when you start thinking that you have that much power, that's where things get dangerous. 
Yeah, I feel like that's where you, like when you give a small group a big voice. Yeah. That big voice then thinks they can become overpowered, and then all of a sudden, that light hits them, and then they start getting picked apart, and then it's like, oh my god, why are you doing this to me? Who you were just doing it over there? Oh, that's different. That's them. That's not me. Oh, so you're saying you're a hypocrite? Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, look, they're going to do what they're going to do. I we're having this conversation on a show that I haven't watched in god ages. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't, said, I haven't, I haven't uh, seen it in like you 20 know, years. And if, if they want to get, if it's their choice, if they feel like that they need to get rid of, if they need to address that character and find a way to change it, like maybe one day he gets into a car accident and his voice is completely different. Like he loses his, he, he loses his voice for an episode. And at the end of the episode, his voice comes back, but it's a completely different voice. And you just, you don't even address it. It's just the, the way it is. Like it's a white guy. It's a way he, he, you know, he talks like a regular white dude. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And that would <laughs> fucking make people crazy. And he's like, oh, my God. He's, oh, thank you. Come again. And he gets into a car accident. And he wakes up. And he's like, mm, yes, hello. Oh, what's happened to my voice? I don't understand. <laughs> like, that would be great. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. That would be great. <laughs> That would be, I'd be like, all right, you guys, that's a good one. <laughs> like, <they'd> be, Outrage. <laughs> it's like, what are you going to say? Like, what are you going to do? What uh, kind we, of stereotype is that? We changed him. Yeah. yeah. We fixed it. Yeah. No, he's not being represented. Oh, when well, he was, you guys kind of, all right, well, how about you guys do a nationwide search on somebody you think you should fit it in? And I'm probably going to guess the guy who did the documentary who's all upset. He's be like, I'll do it. Yeah, because you're a nobody, and now you're trying to step up to be a somebody. No, Money. move along. Yeah, get out. Yeah, get the guy who's going to be in Eternals, the Kunam, the guy who got super jacked. He's the, the comic, um, Kamal. Uh, if I showed you a picture, you'd be like, oh, that guy. That guy. <laughs> um, Ed. Yeah, it's official. National Treasure Three. <laughs> oh, I gotta see the second one. Oh, you didn't see the second one? No. Second one is just horrible. <laughs> That's what I hear. I, you know, I have it actually. I have oh, it. you should it's watch quite, it. Yeah. Um, well, it looks like Disney's actually fine moving towards with National National Treasure Three. Uh, there's been talk about this movie possibly having for years. About ten years ago, Carlo Bernard and Doug Miro were hired to write the script for the sequel. <laughs> uh, THR is now reporting that Bad Boys for Life writer Chris Bremer. Is currently working on a new script that Jerry Bruckheimer is returning to produce. We have no other details to share regarding the project, but it's assumed Nicolas Cage and a few other original cast members will return. <laughs> I need to work again. No, Jerry, call. Uh, I need a job. <laughs> no, he's fine. I'm more like a spending protector. <laughs> I'm more like a job earner. <laughs> Um, saving treasures again. <laughs> this time in the form of uh, My Little Pony. <laughs> it's cherished by my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, I got some casting news. Okay. All right. So um, there's a live action Mortal Kombat, right? Movie coming out. I don't know if you know again. that. Yeah. Um, but more specifically, Warner Brothers Animation is working on an animated movie based on the long-running and best-selling fighting game series dubbed Mortal Kombat's Legends, Mortal Kombat Legends, semicolon, Scorpion's Revenge. All right? 
at the moment of this publishing, which was January 17th, um, details in the film are currently quite scarce. Uh, for example, there's no word of a specific release date, but we do they do have some news of casting. More specifically, it's revealed that Joel McHale, best known for his role in this hit sitcom community, will be the voice of Johnny Cage. Meanwhile, Dexter's Jennifer Carpenter um, will be the voice uh, behind Cage's counterpart, Sonya Blade. You have to say their names like that. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Sonya Blade. <clears throat> Jax. Fight. Dun, 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 dun. Test your might. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> your soul is mine. Brutality. Finish him. <laughs> Just last, the show was going great. And all of a sudden, they spent the last ten minutes just voicing over, doing voiceovers of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Get over here! With a Kermit the Frog. Hey, hey who? It's Kermit the Frog here. Get over here, piggy. Freeze <laughs> mm, you, I will. <laughs> so, uh, behind these two castings, we also know that. Patrick Zeitz will play Scorpion and Hanzo Hashashi. Uh, Steve Bloom will bring Sub-Zero to life. Jordan Rodriguez will voice Liu Kang. Uh, Art Butler will step into the role of Shang Tsung. Atkins Dow will play Kano. B.D. Mitchell will be Iconic Raiden. Kevin Michael Richards will voice Goru. Isn't that the guy who does, um, we call it, Obi-Wan? Who Kevin, is it? Kevin Michael Richardson? No. All right. That name sounds real familiar. John Taylor Thomas or something like that. Okay. No, it's John Taylor. No, he was the kid. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is the kid from yeah. Home Improvement. <laughs> it was the first three names. That's all I remember. It, 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 okay. Oh. If it's three names, you're either a serial killer, and uh, what do you call it, <laughs> or uh, a person who assassinated a president, or this guy. <laughs> or this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to look up Kevin Michael Richardson. Uh, no, I'm going to look up who, who played uh, Obi-Wan in Clone Wars. <laughs> Greg Griffin will be Katana, and uh, Satoshi Hasha, uh, Hasashi, uh, and lastly, uh, Darian DePaul will res- be responsible for Kwai Chi. There's no word of specific release date. The, win- the release window has been narrowed down to the first half of 2020, so ooh. in other words, we should be seeing um, more about this movie quite soon. All right. That'd be awesome. So you looking them up? Uh, almost. Okay. Well, while you're talking about that, while you're looking that up, Ed, okay. I also want to let you know too that they're doing. Uh, you know, they're doing the She-Hulk for Disney Plus, right? Yeah. It's going to start filming in jail in July. Just to let you know, but apparently they've been kind of pushing up some shows because people are realizing that the Disney Plus app doesn't have a lot of original content. It's got all the great old content. Like Stacy right now has been watching a lot of those. Uh, Disney original movies that she watched as a kid. Yeah. So I think the last one I watched, well, I walked in with her watching was uh, the Cook Off one. I forget the name of it right now. She, if she's listening, she'd be like, "It's this one." James Arnold Taylor was the uh, voice of Obi Wan Kenobi All in the right. Clone Wars, and who was the other guy? The, the, the actual voice? something something Richardson, <laughs> something? Kevin Kevin Williams Richardson. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Look at it. Yeah, that that that. All right, you're making me go down here. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. I, that name sounds so familiar. Like, why is it? It's maybe I'm thinking. Um, what do you call it? The guy who played Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, 
I don't know. You're looking up Kevin Michael Richardson? Oh, Kevin Michael. Everybody. Kevin Michael Richardson. That's why this wasn't working. Why? Because it was some football player. Oh. <laughs> I put Williams. Kevin Williams Richardson. Oh, no. <laughs> Kevin Michael Richardson. There we go. Kevin Michael Richardson. Who is Kevin Michael Richardson? Besides the voice of Guru. He's an American actor and voice actor who's Ooh. played multiple characters in animated series, video games. He's well known for deep voice and playing mostly uh, villainous characters. Oh, I games. think I know who he is. I think he's Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z. I think I met him. Well, not met him, but I think I saw him in person in my first uh, conference. He was voiced. He voiced the Joker in the Batman in the 2002 oh, series. Oh, no. Okay, okay. All right. As we go, career. Let's see here. Maybe that's because he did the. Okay. Credits include Captain uh, Gantu and Lilo and Stitch. Uh, no. Uh, Snitznel and Chowder. I think. Pilot. I'm, I think I'm getting my guys confused now. Guru in Mortal Kombat. He said voiced uh, Skuller in Danny Phantom. Is there a fan? Is there? Is there a fi- picture of him? Yeah. Is he an African American gentleman? He is. He is. He's in, what do you call it? He was the voice of Joker in, oh, shit. Um, not 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 Under the Red Hood. He played uh, uh, Servok in Boulder's Gate, Jolie Bindo in Star Wars, The Night, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I, I know. He was in, he was actually in that, what do you call it? That, um, that, I know that voice um, movie. Yes. He was in that. I'm yes. like, okay, I now I recognize him. All right, okay, there you go. Um, so anyway, like I said, She Hulk's going to start filming in July. Okay. All right, along with apparently that uh, WandaVision was premiering in 2020 rather than 2021, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier is also set to air this year. By the way. Yes. You know, Disney's like, shit, we got nothing this year. Let's uh, let's quick. What do we got? <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff coming. Well, Clone Wars is coming out. The new season of Clone Wars right. is coming out this February in a few days. Okay. Um, yeah, I just I just actually saw something the other today, actually, earlier, about like what was supposed to be on in February. Oh, uh, they, uh, they give you the old, hey, don't 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 cancel us yet because we got this coming. Yeah, and uh, it's nothing, uh, nothing too exciting other than the Clone Wars Season 7. Yeah, well, it's uh, Kumail... The Johnny's insane workouts. That's the guy. That that guy right there. That guy. The guy who's all kind of buffed right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think he he could do it, Pooh. Sure, Just why not? Flashback. <laughs> all right, Ed. I'm gonna let you. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Apparently, Star Wars leaks reveal a Mark Hamill new Jedi Order series. What? Oh. Uh, let's see. I see. I threw out there. This is from Epic Stream. This was. Did done you a- fart, fucker? No, I did not. <laughs> Something stinks in here, and ain't I me. Know, maybe it's my cherry. It's just some farts trapped in here, and I was moving around. Um, it wasn't me. Sorry. <sighs> not my breath. <sighs> Go okay, on. Anyway, um, this was on January 2nd. Uh, now that Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker is screening in cinemas, Star Wars fans can only continue to wonder about the future of the franchise. The Skywalker. What franchise? Well, the Star Wars franchise. The Skywalker saga has finally come to an end. What does Lucasfilm have planned for planned next? Why do you guys keep using Lucasfilm? Shouldn't that be Disney at this point? Still Lucasfilm. Okay. See, they they they're disassociating themselves for Disney because they want to make them, you know, like the bad guys Lucasfilms. 
Oh, okay. Every, everybody's been doing that. I don't know why. Like, it's like, yeah, it's Disney. Yeah, Disney's got their hand in it. Even though I thought it was a good idea, and I still do, but. All right, well. It's Disney. According to Cosmic Book News, so take that for a grain of salt, there are new leaks that reveal. Cosmic Book News? Yeah, there's Comic Book News and there's Cosmic Book News. I think it's by the same people. And a lot of times the Cosmic News book, book news um, is always kind of suspect. Not that it's a fake site. It's just that it's a real site with sometimes bullshit on it. Right. That's why I always say, like, hey, rumors, take with a grain of salt. That's why I always like to, you know, point the finger. Like, I don't want to hear nobody going, cool, Geekster said this. Ah. Geekster has the opinions of these. That's very uh, reflect the views of the uh, the participants. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody. Not responsible. <laughs> <laughs> The opinions of geeks of of coast do not reflect the viewpoint of geeksters. <laughs> it's the same people. No, it's not. <laughs> According to Cosmic Book News, there are new leaks that reveal the upcoming Star Wars series. <laughs> Would you just? <laughs> Sorry, hold on for a second. Yes. <laughs> the producers of Geeksters do not fully condone <laughs> the actions of the hosts. And the hosts don't actually condone everything the producers do. We, Ed, you know, see, the problem is, folks, that Ed and I are having an argument with the producers, and they want us to be straight and narrow, and we're like, fuck them, too. <laughs> the right now, I'm getting a signal from the booth. Yeah, fuck you, too, buddy. <laughs> Look at it. Give me the evil eye. Then I pull a plug in any moment, Ed. I, I, What's going on? Hey, hey, stop. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right, you win, you win, you win. I'll, I'll try to be nice. <sighs> anyway, according to Cosmic Book News, there are new leaks that reveal the upcoming Star Wars series and films from Lucasfilms. Star Wars Last Jedi director uh, Ryan Johnson is reportedly developing his own Star Wars trilogy titled Offspring of the Jedi, a project dependent on the success of Episode Nine. Lucasfilm was also playing on producing a new standalone movie titled The Glare of Thrawn, a film which is set to feature Grand Admiral Thrawn, an expanded, an expanded universe character, has been added to the Star Wars canon thanks to Dave Filoni's Star Wars animated series Star Wars Rebels. Uh, these leaks also suggest that Lucasfilm is bringing back Dave Filoni to develop a brand new Star Wars animated series called New Jedi Order. The series will follow Luke Skywalker as he tries to repair the Jedi Order and according to the report, Lucasfilm wants Mark Hamill to return and voice his legendary character. Of course, as exciting these leaks may seem, readers ought to be reminded to take report, uh, this report with a grain of salt. We can't sh- really be sure of the legitimacy of these products until Lucasfilm makes an official announcement. <laughs> All right, there you go. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker is currently seen in cinemas. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I... I... I'm, I'm kind of like, kind of like I'm done. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, can you do something else? I'm like, I mean, we're gonna do Clone Wars. We're still gonna get more of the Jedi Order and the whole, you know, that whole right. thing. You know, I'm, I'm kind of interested though that one because I'm, I'm, I want to see where Osaka, uh, Tano, the uh, her, his Padawan, what happened to her after she left the Jedi Order because that was the, the one thing. I mean, that was to me like the pinnacle. Like if you watch the series, technically the last episode is like her leaving the Jedi Order, and you uh. go what the fuck happens, you know, like after the fact, and you see her in rebels. Now, apparently like there's a whole thing going on and, you know, there was, there was a lot of other stuff that they never finished. Right. That they were going to. Sounds like someone's getting their own series. 
<laughs> that's insane. Like, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sarah Katana gets her own series. Or she's the lead character in this season. She is. She was popular. She was one of the, one of the huge ones from Clone Wars. And you know, when Rebels came back, everybody loved her. You know, to come back. And right. So, I could see her continuing on that way. But you go, all right. The Lucas, like the the Skywalker saga, is over. Like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I appreciate the stories. Don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying them, and I'll you know, except for the last one, but. <laughs> But you know, I'll, I'll I'll probably buy it and watch it again and again. And right. Again. But anyway, um, I it just like there's other stories to tell. Like, sure, tell those stories. You know, like branch out, have a lesbian couple fly the galaxy, women power, whatever. Yeah. You know, just do that instead of trying to bring Skywalker back. It's not all about Skywalker. Yeah, I, I agree. You got well, you got Ray Skywalker. Womp 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 womp. Um, okay, well, since you brought it up, um, there's little doubt that Star Wars fans are eager to see more of Ahsoka Tano. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. In the future. But what are the chances that we'll see her in some, uh, see the former Padawan in Mandalorian? Someone has suggested that she should be played by Rosario Dawson. They've been saying that for years, by the way. Yeah. Uh, in the Disney Plus series, and not surprisingly, she agrees. A fan recently pitched the idea of casting uh, her as, um, as Osha- Osaka, Osako. In Osaka. Osaka in Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, the Luke Cage immediately retweeted the post along with an enthusiastic caption of, Tell them, uh, Ahsoka, hashtag Ahsoka lives. So, <laughs> of course, this isn't the first time that Dawson has volunteered to play her in the Star Wars project. The Daredevil star has also been vocal about wanting to play the character in the past. So, uh, why not? Yeah. You know, someone said basically, like... Um, just for reference, she um, Tano would be in her early to mid forties during the Mandalorian. Yeah, during the time frame. Because she was a, she was young during the Clone Wars, and then she got older for Rebels because that was right. around the time of, of Skywalker. Right, Skywalker. which is probably about the perfect age for Rosario at this point. You know, because I kind of want to because like it, well the way it's, it ended in Rebels, um, I I wanted to see more of that because her and uh, it was a. Uh, 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 it was it was a Mandalorian. Um, I can't think of her name now. Shit. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I can't think. It was a female uh, Mandalorian uh, uh, per, uh, per character, and they they go off to look for somebody else in the end right. of the series. And you and I kind of want to go like I wanted to like see that like go continuing on with that like you right. Know, well, like, it's apparently. Um... They expect Snips to return in Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7. After all, the first image of the final season of the animated series depicts um, her preparing to face off against Darth Maul. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because he's, he's, uh, he's actually taken over Mandalore. He's, uh, he's now the, like, uh, the ruler of Mandalore. Right. Well, I'm, you know, it makes sense. And he should pop up in the Han Solo movie. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Spoiler! So you know, you, it, it all ties together, and and I mean, as I said, like, like that wasn't finished. Like you go, well, what happened with that? And you know, uh, and, you know, I mean, we all know what happens to uh, uh, Darth Maul at the end. He dies. He gets killed by uh, Obi Wan, right? On uh, Tatooine. Okay, does he though? Yeah. Does he? Yeah, this time uh, he's like a bad penny keeps turning up. Oh, no, it was a, it was a, it was kind of like a Bruce Lee kind of move. It was like a, a, oh. a I had the high ground swipe. <laughs> now it was even ground, but he, oh, okay. Obi Wan was still faster, and uh, he died in his arms. Okay, so it was a touching moment. All right, Ed. So I got a couple of uh, 
I'm going to let dealer's choice. Ready? Okay. Okay. So, do you want to hear uh, uh, the incredible ways Disney keeps its park so clean? Mm-hmm. It seems a little tame. Okay. Um, let's see. We have Batman Network tried to make Robin actor Burt Ward take penis shrinking pills. Okay. Or this one. Deaf Man sues, por- sues Pornhub for rights discrimination for lack of subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a winner. Because the other two I knew, I'm like, I know that one, I know this one, but that one I don't know. And I'm, I'm <laughs> intrigued. Now I'm fascinated. <laughs> you have my attention, Deaf Man Pornhub. Huh? Okay, so apparently, <laughs> a, a Deaf Man is suing Pornhub for violating the American Disabilities Act by not having sight up subtitles on their X-rated videos. Uh, Yaroslav Soros has filed a class action lawsuit against the international porn site claiming its lack of subtitles is a denial of access, TMZ reports. (laughs) Soros shared that he had tried to watch titles that include, (laughs) wait for it, (laughs) Hot Step Aunt Babysits Disobedient Nephew, Sexy Cop Gets Witness to Talk, and Daddy 4K Allison comes to talk about her money to her boy's naughty father, but couldn't get through the dialogue in the flicks for lack of subtitles. Because <laughs> that's what you're watching it for, the plot. <laughs> okay, well, Pornhub announced in 2018 that they were putting closed captions with some with some videos, okay? Okay. Inquiries to similar websites, RedTube, YouPorn, and Brazzers, found that only the latter had an actual closed caption section, which is probably browsers, but only with 12 videos. RedTube has 1,226 that were searchable under closed caption, while YouPorn also allowed for closed caption videos to be searched. Court documents state that Soros believes a lack of closed captioning violates his rights under the ADA. According to the Department of Labor, the ADA prohibits discrimination against people with disabilities in several areas, including employment, transportation, public public accommodations, communications, and access to state and local government programs and services. The disgruntled porn seeker also said that he uh, he and others have purchased Pornhub's premium subscription, hoping it would alleviate the issue. So his free porn didn't have subtitles. So we thought he paid for the subscription for it. Yeah, okay. He'd get subtitles. Right, okay. That is actually, I would say, a logical choice. Like, okay, well, maybe they're just, you know, whatever. Yeah, I um, got to pay for it. I got to yeah. pay for I got to pay for subtitles. Um, Soros is seeking an undisclosed amount, of course, it's undisclosed, in damages and for Pornhub to add closed caption to its videos. Uh, Corey Price, vice president of Pornhub, said in a statement, we understand that Yaroslav Soros is suing Pornhub for claiming we've denied the deaf and hearing impaired access to our videos. While we do not generally comment on active lawsuits, we'd like to take this opportunity to point out that we do have closed caption category. There does appear to be a closed captioning section of Pornhub website that contains a little more than 400 videos. (laughs) I just, I always feel like, you know, poor deaf man can, but I hear one's coming quickly. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm sorry, but I guess I feel like, all right, I, I you know, I'm, let it out. Um, um, 
mixed emotions about this, to be honest. <laughs> Only because I feel like um, you got 400 videos, dude. Yeah. All right. If you can't find something to jack off with, I mean, that's at least 400 lonely nights. Okay. <laughs> that's over a year. That's, that's, that's over a year's worth of free porn that you can probably spank to, tug one out, and by the time you get to, you know, 400, I hope you're not chafing, you can start at the beginning again. Yeah. And not realize, oh, you know, I mean, let's face it. Any real porn connoisseur will only have a, they'll have a niche of what they like. And, oh, this is my favorite video, so I'm going to flag that video as my favorite. So in case I'm in the mood, you roll up the Relodex, tap your favorite, boom, and you're, next thing you know, you're stroking the one-eyed worm, and you're going to bed early. You know? Instead, this guy's got to spoil it for everybody else. <laughs> I, I mean, again, I guess... <laughs> I mean, I mean... Yeah, I mean, who's who does this? Because I mean, I'm like, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. There's, there's a, I guess, a machine does it now. But like in the old days, I think you had to type it out. You have to, like, type out the script or whatever. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> you're thinking, yeah. so imagine so, that job. You have to, that job, you know, it's like, oh baby, oh baby. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, my hands are so sore. Why? You know how many times I had to put, oh yeah, type it out. Like, oh yeah, stick it in me. <sighs> Just, uh, this time I said stick a thumb on my ass they didn't say it but I just typed it out there because I was feeling kind of horny you know <laughs> like you know, to watch it is or like they're, now they're jacking off to watch it I, I would assume maybe you get a transcript I would I would be the kind of person who'd be like look I don't want to watch it's not going to be typing it live as someone's watching imagine that job uh, what do you do I type live subtitles under porn all day long for 8 hours straight wait what do you mean I mean Someone who picks a video, I now look at that same video and I have to keep up with what's going on in typing wise. That's probably how they would have done it in the old days. Yeah. And I would be, that would be the, like, so you're typing out and you're knowing that this person is possibly jacking off while you're typing away. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, on the plus side, and you know, it's sometimes he, it's only like 10 sentences at a time and then, um, then he goes on to something else. It's just, you know, if it's subtitle, I have to keep going. So it's always changing. So it's 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 like an adventure every time. I don't know what's going to happen. It's like this this wild wheel of porn that you know. Oh, dirty babysitter day. Yeah, all right. Oh, step mommy issues. Okay, you know it's. Now it's like I would just be like, look, give me a transcript. Give me all the videos. Give me just give me just the scripts. You know, and then I'll just put them into my machine, clackety clackety clackety. But that's the boom, thing, like upload, like, <laughs> boom. But that's the thing, like like sometimes because the, the actors are not that great of an actors because you're really there for the you know for the body. Or right, the you're sex. there. For, you're there for the action, not not the acting. <laughs> right. So I mean, like they're gonna they're gonna improvise lines, or they forgot a line, you know, like they would think. And you like imagine you know, like so you transcribe <laughs> like they didn't say that. <laughs> uh, you're right. I can read lips, and there's no way that person said that. If you can read lips, why do you need the transcript? Because <laughs> My rights. <laughs> I don't want to be denied. Maybe if I'm bored, I want to read. <laughs> but then open a book. Like you're watching porn, you're not reading it. <laughs> yeah, but don't tell me how to. Don't tell me how to have my sex life. <sighs> okay. <laughs> if I want to read my porn, I want to watch it just like everybody else. <laughs> you could buy a book. You know, there's plenty of adult books out there. Nope. I need the action. <laughs> I need it visually. Yeah, but too bad I can't read and stroke at the same time, so I'm constantly, like, my eyes are always diverting down. Like, I'm trying to watch the action, but next thing you know, 
I hear ooh on the on someone's ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's hard because it's it's difficult to keep pace because I'm trying to read and stroke and watch. <laughs> I mean, I'm fuck. I got I took juggling in high school and this is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking me to spin like three plates, stroking, watching, <laughs> reading. <laughs> That's tough to do. So, I mean, kudos to the guy. <laughs> I always thought sound was an option. I mean, you know, like you don't want to get caught. Quick, put the mute down on your phone while you're on the bus. Like, you don't want people to know that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the bus! <laughs> this, shh, just, you know, you kind of... That's why, that's why you think they're always sitting in the back watching, staring at their phone. You know? well, you always see, I always see pictures like like especially on Facebook or whatever. There's like people like like on the train or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's the big glass window uh-huh. and they're looking at it and they're trying to avert people's right. eyes, but you see the reflection in the like, glass. Dude, <laughs> come on, that's that's bad. Like if you don't know that, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I kind of feel like uh, I mean, here's the question though: Do you think something like that? He, where do you think? Like, I am actually, believe it or not, for all joking aside, I kind of agree with this guy, though. I think that while porn is a visual medium, you know, I do feel like, like, it shouldn't be, like, okay, put it this way. A blind man can enjoy porn because he's listening to it. Yeah. A deaf man can enjoy porn because he's watching it, but what if he doesn't know what's going on in the scene? Now, I know that sounds like, like... Wait, you mean they're they're related? Oh, I don't want to watch that. Like, you know, like, like I can we, son and mother? Like, ooh, no. Oh, oh, here's a nice one, a pizza guy. Oh, that's way too much sausage. <laughs> who who has time to cut a hole in that box? Like, clearly you knew something was going to go on when he walked in with the box and ran his lap. Like, come on, miss. Don't fall for that. Oh, she was okay with that. All right. Oh, look. Hey, look. Oh, look. Here's a nice little thing about two two students studying. Oh, a girl and a tutor. Oh, is that great? Oh, wow. She's practicing her dictation. <laughs> Just, I, I mean, I guess I kind of feel like, okay, if the guy's got a point. I mean, no, he does. It, 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 I, and and I, well, I do say that, you know, I think that 400 videos would be probably acceptable. Like, I don't, it's not like, okay, tomorrow we're going to, they're all going to be closed captioned. It does make me kind of curious, though. I'm like, I guess a DVD would have subtitles. You know, so you just put the subtitles on. So why, I guess video is a different kind of media. Well, it's the same now. We're, we're in a stream world. So now, like, right, like a lot of in... these issues, like, coming up now, like, like I like I think you've said it, like, years, decades ago when we first met. Like, the porn industry kind of leads the way. Right, it does. For, for everything. So like, that's why I think maybe, like, this is, like, the next thing, like, like closed captioning. Because it's, like, now you have to look at, like, everything else that you're watching. Does it have closed caption? How well does it work? Right. You know, those kind of things. You know, besides porn, you know, like, non-porn items. So you, you 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 kind of have to look at it that way, and then like like everybody falls suit now that this because now like I say this is going to be a precedent now, right. like, you know, like when this case happens, and you know they go, you know, they got to find Pornhub or they got to Pornhub will quietly go, we'll pay this guy off, and then we'll work on it. Because, we'll jerk him off, right? We'll, we'll stroke his ego. <laughs> we'll send a couple girls that we have on contract because they have their own channel, you know, their own you know girls that work for them. Send a couple girls over, you know. We'll have so get some photo shots. Maybe we'll get a you know we'll get them on video. We'll pay them some money to be you know the first deaf porn star. 
know, I, I mean, I don't, you know, it's actually shit, Sean. It's a good question. Uh, no, 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 I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. Is there a deaf porn star? Deaf porn stars. <laughs> There's 325 of them. Really? Deaf porn porn. I guess they're not biased people, are they? That's different. I mean, okay, I'm just telling you, know, deaf porn stars, I don't think Google has ever added those three <laughs> words ever because when I typed in deaf porn stars, there was nothing. You know how they have like the selected stuff? Yeah. Um, deaf porn star videos, watch deaf porn stars video for free. So uh, has there ever been a hot porn stars that are deaf? Uh, transsexual performer Olivia Love is deaf but has never. Um, I can never okay, let's see. This is on adult DVD talk, by the way. Uh, the well we fell down to Ed alright <laughs> porn star see now now I'm going to explain this to Stacy why I have an, an enter adult DVD talk I can't um, there's a thing here wait hold on uh, <laughs> I was doing it for the show I, she's going to have me like baby got to listen to this episode <laughs> I heard Naomi Zen is deaf in one ear <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like going the the part of me is like maybe she just has come in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie called Night Patrol, and I, I think <laughs> I remember seeing that one. Okay, and there's a scene because there's there's a I forget who I think it's oh it's it's uh it's the unknown comics agent, and he, he's she's dating uh oh, what's his name the that uh comedian oh um. Oh, oh God! The the guy, the guy that did like uh, he was raunchy in like the nineties or something. oh, it was the unknown comic. No, 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 oh. no, no, not the unknown comic. He that was his agent, but she was dating this other comic. That oh, okay, it did the Fort Fairlane. Um, um, we call it um Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. Okay, he's in this movie. I think it was like his first role, and she has a she has a bandage on his ear, and and he and and, and she's, he's like. They're like, what happened to your ear? He goes, ah, I was my boyfriend. He, you know, he cut my ear, and he, she goes, he, 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 she goes, why? He goes, he's a bad fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to. Here's a few. Here's there are three deaf females. Believe it or not, McKenna did a few movies a couple years ago. Trisha from Papa Lord, Papa, <laughs> Papa Loads Blowjob Babes too. <laughs> Savannah James currently active, by the way. Uh, their lack of hearing isn't a big deal. All their fucking parts are in working order, and yeah. I doubt they're aiming for a niche market. In response to your second paragraph, uh, there is at least some demand to see everything you can imagine. It's uh, all likely all been done before. I heard Naomi Zen is deaf in one ear. Transsexual performer Olivia Love. And this guy's like, thanks, dude. You know your stuff. Um, so McKenna's worked with Max Harcourt. It seems they're not fit of heart. She's not that bad looking, but since she's totally deaf... And can't hear her own voice. All she does is grunt while Max manhandles her and becomes more often a little disturbing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, okay. All right. So there you go. There you there, go. There, there's a handful of them out there. I'm just okay. Like uh, Mariana, deaf porn star. I dated a deaf porn star. God damn it, Sean. <laughs> Deaf culture online. Um, it was... Okay, okay. I'm going to see... I don't know. Okay, it was poker night at Harry's house when he decided to surprise us with his copy of Deaf Bunny's Naughty Deaf Roommates. Soon after he turned on the DVD, my player, my jaw hit the floor. I'm, oh my God, it's Harry. I can't believe this. 
Why does every woman I date go start getting mad? Oh, the humanity. Okay, well, that's not... All right. <laughs> that doesn't seem... It's one of those clickbait ones. Yeah. Mean? Deaf culture online. Hands uh, 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 uh. solo. The deaf porn star with the Midas touch? <laughs> It's a, it's a YouTube. It's a mockumentary shirt. Okay, uh. we can move on. <laughs> deaf girl wants to be a porn star. Videos. Triumphant story of a deaf orthodox porn star who overcomes. <laughs> uh, Savannah Jane. Savannah Jane. Let's see now. Fuck. God damn it, Sean. <laughs> Welcome to the rabbit hole, people. Uh, let's see. I, I interviewed deaf porn star Savannah Jane, a social worker by training. She entered porn four months ago. That was uh, doesn't leave it, uh, September twenty sixth, two thousand and seven. So she's probably out of the business right now. Yeah. Why'd you get into porn? She said, "Being a social worker doesn't make any money. Twenty five thousand dollars a year doesn't cut it." <laughs> <laughs> Have you lost any friends from your decision to get into porn? A lot. Of, okay, it's your typical. All right, typical questions that you ask any porn star. Um. <laughs> okay. Deafport star newgrounds.com. <laughs> so apparently there's a <laughs> there's a market out there. <laughs> this is a niche market. Uh I guess there was something I'm going to help for a deaf porn star. It's I guess, you know, I'm going to go for someone just that was fucking hilarious. Was in this post yesterday, it was quite a one one way. Wasn't she be able to read lips? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Okay, I guess it was part of a video because I'm just looking at comments or something. All right, well, I, yeah, I guess it's out there, but I mean, it does. It does have a legitimate point. You, you, you can't. I mean, I, I can't. I want to be able to like, oh, so much fun and so stupid. But I'm, I'm, in all fairness, as this episode can be described in one word: diversity, because <laughs> we talked about women actresses. We're not talking about deaf people wanting to watch porn, wanting to read their porn. I believe I think he's got it right. I think he's I think he makes a valid point. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna stroke one out, you should be able to at least enjoy what's the conversation because maybe he gets turned on by the words. Like maybe he likes reading than the actual sight of it all. Like you don't know what a person's kink is. Well, yeah, I'm saying like like you know you, you you I guess if you watch enough porn, you would you know you get tired of the act and you go, well, why are they together? Yes, like, like, like you, what led them what led them to this? What's their motivation? <laughs> why is this? pizza guy why is this i don't why is her life so rough that she needs to fuck the plumber to pay for the bill is that <laughs> really because she lives like she lives in a nice house you know like i mean that's kind of swanky i live in a shitty apartment like you know like just sitting there like I, I mean i would fuck the plumber if i can get out of a 500 hundred dollar bill sure but she looks like she's living in a mansion it's gotta be a couple hundred grand easily <laughs> Why does she need? Oh, oh, oh! Her husband's also away on business. Of course he is. I, I feel I feel bad for this woman. So she's married to a pretty well-off guy because they have a nice, beautiful house. But he doesn't leave her any money to pay the bills. What's up with that? No, I, man, I feel bad for her. I would. I guess I would. You know, let him lay pipe too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like oh, she's just helping out her her stepson because. He's turned on and horny, and I get it because she's beautiful and she walks around the house naked. So of course she's throwing him a salad and giving him a handy in the bathroom because you know she walked in on him. It's the least you can do. You know, <laughs> I mean, you walk in on him. You know, you woke in him. And he's like, "Excuse me, do you mind?" She's like, "Oh, my bad." Shuts the door and stands there and goes, "Ooh, 
you know what? It's the right thing to do. Maybe I should help him out. Give him a hand. (laughs) (laughs) Opens the door and goes, hey, I'm sorry. I see you. What are you doing? Look, I know. I'm not your real mother. I'm your stepmother. It's okay. Look, let me help you out because it looks like you're doing it wrong. And next thing you know, uh, 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 bada boom, bada bing, bada bang. You got sex. Yeah, right. You know, I need to know motivation. Right. Oh, look, here's a parody. Star Wars. You know, like, oh, okay. The not your normal parody. Or the, the, we call it the, this ain't the Cosby Bunch. You know, whatever. <laughs> There's a whole line of parody, triple X. Maybe he's in it for the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the parody porn. Maybe that's his shtick. Maybe he likes watching, like, this ain't the Brady Bunch kind of, you know, where it's like, you know, oh, look at that. Or this ain't Scooby-Doo. Like, There's a whole bunch of those out there. You know, yes, I do know those things, Ed. <laughs> you know, where it's like, look, here's Shaggy banging Velma. Go figure. Oh, Daphne and Velma. Who would have thought? Oh, no wonder why she's doing it because she couldn't find her glasses. She kind of, you know, <laughs> she was looking for her glasses and her finger accidentally slipped into her hooch. <laughs> like, oh, it happens. You know, maybe if Velma was wearing or wasn't wearing panties, maybe she was wearing panties, it wouldn't have happened. You know, like, I don't know. Scoob is actually played by another dude. Like, you know, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> so, I mean, maybe he wants to read that. Maybe he's in it for the chuckles. And she go. has the rights to, you know, equal rights for all people. That's what I'm saying, Ed. All right. That's what Geekster stands for. <laughs> Diversity. Diversity. <laughs> let, it, let your freak flag fly. There you go. All right. So, there you have it, folks. That's the show. Um, thanks for listening. If you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you may have seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you later, folks. Excelsior! It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible.